0: This is Edgar Traves with another episode of the Floral Podcast. On today's show, we will have an old high school friend of mine, Tony Anaya, aka the Anaya Later. He got that name not only because it rhymed with his last name. But because he used to just mess up dudes on the mat. Him and I catch up and we talk about his art. And he is a metal sculptor. He makes these dope little like sculptures of motorcycles and other things. And it was just a huge pleasure to catch up with my friend. So I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. uh, Because I enjoyed it a ton. Now, just a warning... I screwed up the sound on this one, I tried my best to fix it, um, basically what happened was instead of capturing mic uh, sound on one of the devices, I ended up catching ambient sound so it just doesn't sound the best but um, I tried my best to save it so hopefully you guys can, can bear it. Also just so you know, we're going to be talking a ton about his art so you might want to look up his Instagram so you can get an idea of what we're talking about. His Instagram is A-N-A-Y-A-L-T-R-1. He's also got a dope little uh, Facebook page where he also has more of his artwork. And you can go there and check it out. That's on Facebook.com slash Tony's Metalworks. All one word. Don't you guys forget, I also have an Instagram. It's The Flow Roll. And... You know, I have a website. It's theflowroadpodcast.com, where you can check out all our content and shop at our store. It was great catching up with my friend. He is um, growing to be such an interesting dude. Just so you know, he's doing a ton of artwork for the 7th Annual Bike Blessing and Ride out in Maryville, Indiana. Don't you worry, I'll put all the information for that event in in the description but what he's going to be doing is he's going to be making all this artwork and it's going to be auctioned off at this event and all the proceeds will be going to benefit Riley's Children's Hospital now on with the show
1: so yeah I mean that's two goes back to that
0: Father's warned Okay, so hold up. Let's start with that, cause all right. So okay. let me get started here. All right, all right this is Erio Traves, and I have a good friend here today from back in the day, a Tony. Long time ago, Tony Anaya. We used to call him the Annihilator yeah. on the wrestling team, man. I remember that. Yeah, the Annihilator. Anaya was his last name. Annihilator. It just it just happened, and he would just mess up dudes on the wrestling mat and uh i have him here today because he i just recently i saw him on facebook and you, you you're doing some awesome awesome cool stuff thank you with uh with art and and sculpture but like uh so we we haven't seen each other and you said like 30 years now
1: Thirty years. So, the, so yeah. the first things I first said as soon as we yeah. walked in, mm-hmm. I told you because I was thinking the day you went over the house. Yeah. I was thinking, when was the last time? You know, and you know, we were friends on Facebook not too long ago, maybe about five, maybe more, ten maybe, years ago. Yeah. I don't And then basically after that I was like, whoa. I was thinking went back to eighty nine ninety, I believe was our freshman year if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then I fast forwarded today, man, it's been over 30 years that, since, since I had seen you yeah. face to face that day. That did did you not go to Archbishop? I thought you did. I did go. Yeah. So I did see you. At, so you went all the way to you, you, you graduated.
0: I graduated all the way through Archbishop quickly. You
1: did. So I left at my junior and senior year. Okay. Right. So those, those two years I did them in Morton East. Oh, okay. And in Cicero. So I finished there because we lived there. That was our. I could have
0: sworn you finished
1: with me. That's I, how. That's how deep our love went.
0: That's
1: how, that's how deep it went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had a lot of really beautiful experiences wrestling with yeah, with yeah. Uh, fathers Warren. Oh, you know, remember Father's Warren, and dude. I can't remember the other guy's name. It was a real big buff uh, guy. It started with an F. Vasulio uh, or Fizulio? Fizulio. I think it was Vasulio. Yeah, it was Vasulio.
0: Yeah, something Vasulio. Damn.
1: And I remember those days of yeah. just wrestling and just you know, doing all the, you know, after school stuff and we would just train for, it. it seemed to, for me, to, you know, hours. I remember falling yeah. asleep on the bus go, going home, yeah. you know, down Western, you know, jumping the train from there, going out the blue line, taking it all the way. I mean, it's, that's how, yeah. that's how much impact it was. And like we used to have a really tight brotherhood.
0: Yes, did. we did. We had a great, we had a great team and we had, um, the brotherhood was huge. Uh, but I remember like, uh, fathers weren't uh, a priest a, a navy chaplain, just an all-around the nicest dude you'll ever meet, and a man of the cloth, but also a badass, you super know? strong, super strong. The bench,
1: I remember like two fifteen, like twenty five times. Like I was, he had that big giant belly. Yeah, he was so strong. Like his upper body was, and he, you know, he was a he was a wrestling guy that we would go to. You know, he wanted, yeah. we wanted him to. We wanted to make him proud of us. Yes, it seemed, and and that guy was motivated, and he would yell at us, and he, in, in a good, positive, yeah, kind of nurturing kind of way, like yeah. you guys could do it, you guys could do it. He was,
0: he it was crazy because he never he would swear at us, but he never meant it. No, you know what I'm no, saying? Like you knew the, he was fucking around. Oh, you know, sure. you felt he, it. he was you like, felt "Come this. on, you." you <laughs> you this you yeah. that you motherfuckers you were saying yeah i remember that and uh, and uh, we would we would work harder and that would just motivate us and it was the whole team but i remember my first day cuz you know i wanted to play basketball but i wasn't any good right and i said you know what wrestling sounds like something i can do you know like like it's i know like i know it's tough I, you know i have an idea of what it's like i bet i can do this you know so i go in there and the first day of practice, which was essentially tryouts, he was like, you know, we don't cut anybody from the team. You cut yourself. If you can't make it through these workouts and you don't want to show up anymore, that's, that's on you. But if, if, but if you keep coming back, you know, and you keep at it, you know, you're going to stay on the team. We're not. And he says like me and, and he said, and pointed to the other guy. Fizzulio Yeah it's Like me and Fazulio, are not gonna cut you guys You are gonna cut you guys We're not gonna say We're not gonna tell you guys To stop coming
1: I uh, I remember that You remember that It's coming back to me
0: Yeah And I remember Holy shit That was the shit. very beginning Yeah It and, was kind of
1: dark in there I remember we we're all like in a circle
0: In the lunchroom We were doing the circle drill Yeah exactly And uh, I remember thinking like Like okay Well this is easy Right <laughs>
1: Oh, I I was afraid the whole time. It was kind of murky and dark, and I was like, "Oh man, what's going on here? It looks like a ritual or something."
0: It was, but it was like right in the beginning, right? Yeah. So, like, he's telling you this right at the start. You're running in a circle. You don't like. It's my first day of practice. I don't know what it's like. You know. And
1: then you're sprinting.
0: And you're sprinting. You're doing push-ups. He blows the whistle. You're dropping. You do bear crawls. You do push-ups. You do whatever. Uh, you do bridges back and forth, back, back and, and forth, forth. The bridges, yeah. and then those,
1: and then lunges, and it was just ridiculous. Just it was just a crab walk. I yeah. remember that. I remember just just being exhausted, wet, just oh. drenched, yes. not even being able to, you know, move, and just finally asleep on the bus. I remember it would it would take me like an hour and a half uh-huh. to get from from my house <laughs> to school, and yeah. knocked out in the you know on the bus. You know, it was yeah. just yeah. one of those workouts. You know,
0: dude, it was. It was the fucking hardest thing I had I, I did not have an idea of what I was really in for because when I was like, oh I'm, I'm gonna come in well, I guess I could stay you know yeah but then like holy cow the workout ended up being a motherfucker it was it was a motherfucker
1: it was painful
0: it was horrible it was the it was the worst workout but that workout I feel like like prepared me for pretty much everything else. Mm-hmm. Like nothing was as hard as that first day. I never worked out like that in my life.
1: I I remember a whole bunch of guys just said, see ya. Yes. And it started getting smaller
2: <laughs> <Yes>. and smaller <laughs> and smaller.
1: <laughs> yeah. And we were kind of like the last man standing close to him who's yeah. who's gonna leave because yeah. they couldn't day after day of the work. I don't remember how often it was, to be honest with like you. If it was twice a week or five times it felt like five times a week to me because we were just going at it so hard. Yeah. I remember trying to make weights. Yes. Using garbage bags and going up and down the stairs chewing gums whatever trick it took to make my 152 which was my yeah. weight back then so.
0: Wow 152. I was wrestling at 160. 160. A long time ago but.
1: <laughs> I remember. Well yeah. we used to go at it together. Yeah. To, These they are partners us Up, we used to throw each other around. Yeah, yeah. I remember that.
0: Yeah. There was a guy who was also in like our, our size uh,
1: Gus, the big guy. Remember Gus? There was. I don't I remember him. He's a real big. He was. was sharp. I oh, Gus! Yeah, Gus. he ended up
0: being the captain of the uh, of the wrestling team. Yeah, of
1: course, he. I mean, yeah. he, he was a beast. Like. He was a fucking animal. <laughs> he, he, to me, he, he should have been in college, man. Like, that guy was. He looked so old <laughs> <You know>, compared <convert laughs> to the
0: rest of us. Well, you and that guy, you were the guys I was afraid of on the team. Like, like you and oh, that guy. Thank yeah. you. Well, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: thank you. <laughs> like, no, no, yeah. no, no,
0: no, no. no, in terms of like wrestling, you know, like well, when
1: he, he, was, he, he was a heavyweight. Yes. I remember he was a heavyweight. Mm. They tried to bump me up too. Yeah. So I remember which priest it was that came down from, you know, from varsity and took me up there to train with one of his guys as they thought I had full potential. But mm. man, you, you're putting a, a senior against a freshman. Yeah. So I was intimidated. And I think it was more about strength. And I think I could have taken him. Mm hmm. But you know, it was a test. I mean, and then I, I went back. But we did it. We did have a tournament,
3: mm-hmm.
1: like in house. We had an in tournament with Saint Rita. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Remember, yeah, 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 and yeah, you're remember. in that picture too. I thought, was it? Were you? You I... got the frizzy hair. You like, <laughs> gotta get your uh, your uh, book out. I used to. Sh- I should have bought. Yeah, you should have bought that. That would have been it. hilarious. I, I don't know who has. I think my brother's got it somewhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I just remember that it was different categories. It was like St. Rita, uh-huh. uh, De La Salle, so-and-so. And I had never won anything. Yeah. That, that seemed big to me, but I remember that, you know, they give you the board, all the schools, and they go all the way down to, uh-huh. you know, your name. So I had that plastered up in my room for like years. Oh, you And really? then they gave me a little tiny medal like this big, but I <laughs> thought it was the biggest freaking trophy, yeah. you know? Yeah. It was so much fun.
0: Yeah. I, I remember that tournament. I, I beat my first guy in the first, like, uh, 20 seconds or something and then the second guy I um it took me uh no that the second guy beat me up man he just like he just you know threw me around and it was my first tournament and um and uh oh, dude, I was I remember now like I remember I got so thirsty and I looked up I looked up at coach and I said To father, father's warning. I said, "Oh, dude, I was like, oh, you know water." And he's like, "Not until, not until you're done. You know, not until the break of round or whatever." I,
1: I I remember those. I, you're bringing so much (laughs) memories back of that. And I remember it would be like, it was like a freaking drill, like a military drill. Like, yeah, you were like deprived of certain things until you did a certain amount of. The work of this or that, yeah. and so people at Emerson were just walking straight yeah. out, grab their stuff, and just walked out because they couldn't
0: handle it. Dude, uh, it was it, that's hilarious, and it was the first time I ever saw anybody do, like it, like that kind of shit happen, where people just stopped showing up. Yeah. And I'm like, really, you just you just gotta be here, you know? Like, it's hard. I mean, it wasn't fucking easy. It was hard. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what
1: we had a broaden. I mean, that's like in stages of of your life, and that mm-hmm. stage of our life. I I remember that being kind of like a good vibe yeah. you know which is you know something that you know each in team you know does it in their high school you know they have the same type of you know you have to make a friendship you have to make you know connections and be mm-hmm. able to move forward so i just remember that it was just a great a great group of, you know guys you know yeah. kids just having a good time dude
0: i can't believe that you didn't finish with me at, at at North. I could have sworn you went all the way through the years with me. The way I remember it, you were there all four years. I was there with you, brother.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was there with you. No, but we ended up, look, what ended up happening there is when I went to, I ended up going back to college. Uh-huh. I went to Niles College. So all oh, the kids okay. that went there would end up going. So I uh-huh. I ended up, I was going to work at a, they were doing the, at Midway, they were no, at O'Hare, they were building that outside rail system. Mm-hmm. And and I remember, and I was out of high school, I wasn't even planning on going to college, and I ended up helping my brother move, and I and ended up going there by accident. They just mm-hmm. took me, you know, I barely graduated. Uh huh. You know, my grades were horrible at the very end after, you know, <laughs> left school. You know, yeah. it was a different environment. It was a different world. Yeah. You know, it was different than, you know, having us, you know, being... You know, talking the same language, mm-hmm. you know, believing the same kind of thing. You know, we were in a, in well, a Catholic Morton's, school. I know? mean,
0: not not to get racial, but Morton's all white, right?
1: No, actually, back then, mm-hmm. it was very, very diverse. Oh, really? Very okay. diverse. Okay. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude.
0: So you went, you went, and so you went to Niles, and then you got your what? You got your, your bachelor's?
1: I got my bachelor's uh, in uh, philosophy. Oh. And a minor in theology.
0: And that led you to and, being a principal?
1: And I also did, because we also went to Loyola University, so uh-huh. Miles College, and then Loyola. So then I got my education okay. uh, certificate, or it was called Language, Art, Spanish, basically. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got into education. So we okay. call it Type 29, mm-hmm. which doesn't exist anymore. Okay. And, you know, I spoke the language. They record, you know, Spanish. Hablo no, español perfectamente. Of course, yes. <laughs> so all your Spanish speakers are Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically, that's that's how I got into teaching. I mean, always a teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I'll probably die teaching something somewhere. Uh-huh. You know, uh, something, right? Because I do enjoy it a lot. Uh, and I also became an administrator. So the last uh-huh. couple of years, uh, so I was an assistant principal. I've been a regional director. You know, they call them... Uh, they're basically people that go from building to building mm-hmm. and look at data, so that okay. sort of thing. And it just, it was just, it's great. And then it it led me up to doing you know fabrication and things like that with the, you know. Uh, just, like, just got involved with it. Uh-huh. I've always been into cars. Okay, yes. So I like vintage vehicles, so then I, I started going into that <laughs> route, you know, so...
0: So here's here's the funny thing, because, like, I was looking at your, like, your Facebook, because every now and then I see you pop up in Facebook, and you had some...
1: You always had, like, some dope-ass cars, right? Most of them were not mine. They are reposts from other, you know... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't have... I, I wish I had a ton, tons of
0: cars. Okay, so this is... Well, I see, because... To me, like the background, they all look the same, right? Because, right. so I'm thinking like, this guy must have a giant piece of property <laughs> and he's got like a tons of car, like tons garages, of cars.
1: Garages, yeah. a, a car over here, a car over there, but yeah. Well, like
0: I see you and you post and so I'm thinking, holy shit, this guy, this guy, like he he probably makes billions, like fucking re, re, remaking uh, these cars. I thought you were in a, a mechanic.
1: Yes. Uh, that's, that's what I get from some friends, some family, but yeah, uh, it's just a passion. Uh-huh. You know, the car's just... I have a, you know, I have, I started, I could go way back to uh-huh. when we were probably like right after high school, all the cars that I've had off and on, mostly beaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got a, got a little, maybe, maybe the last five years, I got myself like a nice, you know, cutlass, 1970 cutlass. It's, it's the same color, factory, bamboo, yellow, really uh-huh. nice car. And that's not my favorite car. That's like the coolest, it's got AC, uh-huh. and heat, you know, and that's, you know, really beautiful car. And it's, you know, like it's supposed to be right uh-huh. And then i like like, you know, what you're going to show the, you know, the old kind of rat rod, hot rod kind of thing. So that's always been on my mind, but because of the teaching, mm-hmm. it was really difficult for me to do that. So I always try to do it like everybody else does it. You know, when you get home, at least throw an hour or two at it and, you know, don't give up, you know, keep nip, nipping at it, nipping at it. Yeah. So that's what got me going into, into building my yeah. first car, maybe back maybe like four or five years ago. Okay. So this is
0: relatively new for you, the building of the cars.
1: The building of the cars, it's always been kind of part of me. I kind of learned along the way Mm -hmm. because my dad, it was not into cars. Uh uh, And it was more just by, you know, neighborhood kids and, and, Uh you know, their cars and just looking at what other other people did. Uh And trial and error, just like anything. Uh Uh, But it's more what led me up into the fabrication of like the the motorcycle. Of the sculptures and stuff. Right. And that's how that started.
0: Okay. So um, because you have... Like I love the vehicles you post. They're all they're all beaters, right?
1: Most of them, yeah. And, Most you know, of them, but uh, yeah.
0: They're, but they're they're like the old classic badass rides. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So I look at the and I'm like, yeah. Like you're like even the thing you brought out in front that pickups. Yes. Up, yes. <laughs> I fucking love it because <laughs> there's so much character. Yes. It's yes. all rusty. Yeah. And, and I know you could do better than that. Oh, but, for sure. But that's not the reason you have it. You have it because you, you're, you're going to put that sucker back together. You're going to make it beautiful. You're going to make it all shiny. And it's going to be fucking badass when you're done. But you, you're driving
1: it. I'm going to leave it like that. You're going to leave like, it like it's that? It's going to stay like that. <laughs> everybody thinks Everybody uh-huh. thinks that you have to have. that. That's the most cheapest car that I've made uh-huh. so far. This one right here? 1995 Mitsubishi Mighty Max pickup truck. Uh-huh. Okay. Underneath. Yeah. 168,000 miles. Uh-huh. Five speed. Uh-huh. I did all the brakes on it. Yeah. Uh, did the back suspension. I did the shocks. I have none of for everything stock, Uh but I put a 47 Studebaker body on top of it. Uh And I basically did it in my yard. So I just started, you know, if I would tell you nothing's OSHA approved what I did, Uh but I got, (laughs) I got the cab on top of the Mitsubishi and I was able to build that truck in maybe about five or six months, Uh you know, and then I have another one that I'm working on a a 51 Ford. Uh Uh, And that was a totally different project that I'm about to, you know, finish up, I would say, like, in May.
0: I got got to admit, dude, like, I don't care what you do with that thing. It's beautiful no matter what you do with it. Yeah. You know, because old like that is dope. But if it was finished, it'd be dope, too. Probably.
1: You know? Probably even more dope. But you know what? It costs money. Of course. A lot of money. And then you got to upkeep it, right? You got to keep it shiny and all that. Right. So that's why I have the Cutlass for. So I have that car. But, I mean, obviously, Mm -hmm. you can make a business out of it if yeah. you want to venture into making it looking exactly how you want it mm-hmm. you would basically to, to be honest with you sometimes vehicles if you dump all that money into it they're not going to be worth as much as you would do it maybe something very sentimental mm-hmm. uh and i and i know and i'm sorry for all those people out there that make millions of what are you talking about I mean, <laughs> of <money,"> you know? <laughs> i'm sure you know but i mean for me to go into that uh-huh. you know it would be a little bit to me i think it's expensive yeah and then you have to sell this. It's, it's got to be a certain market, yeah. especially like a Studebaker 47 unit. That's a car that you don't even... It's
0: definitely, there's a taste for that, right? There's got to be, there's, it's a very specific, very specific taste. Um, yeah. It'd be rough to kind of... I, I understand. Then
1: you could be sitting on a car for a while before you sell it. Right. And I could also tell you this, this kind of truck, mm-hmm. Rat Rod style. Yeah. I'm not sure how familiar you are, but you could go to any... Like I go to Iowa. I've been never been to... Uh, Vegas they have a really bad huge show they have like Uh you know they do them right you got some like beaters like my truck here Uh and you see some that are you know Zima you know just hooked up Uh you know but they're all in this kind of style and people are Uh actually trying to replicate this Uh which was you know 47 years of the making like the actual Uh like with this truck when I got it it seemed it it looked like just the whole thing was rusted
3: Uh
1: I shot some chemicals on it Power washed it and you could see that you what was coming out. Uh-huh. But people always tell me just like you did right yeah. now, what do you so you know once you finish it, you know you're gonna no, it's finished. It's finished. <laughs> I got it. My friend came, he pinstriped it for me. Yeah. It's pinstriped. I mean, yeah. so it's yeah. gonna stay like that. Is yeah. I now what I take it, you know. To California, uh-huh. no, no, yeah. I wouldn't. That, that that truck is just like a neighborhood truck. I take it to the grocery store, uh-huh. I take it to the gym, uh-huh. you know. But would I jump on the espresso and do 95 in it? No, I
2: wouldn't,
1: you know, not, yeah, not at 48 47 years old. You know, I'm not gonna be doing that, yeah. I'm gonna, you know. That's why I got the colors, that's why I have my daily driver too, you know,
0: dude, dude. Um, like, uh, it's really super interesting to see you, um, have embodied. All the all the all the teachings from our high school, because I don't know if you remember pies. Do you remember pies? You know they wanted us to develop physically, intellectually, oh, emotionally, yes. and yes, spiritually. Yes, 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 yes. And you seem to have embodied all that, dude. Because thank you so much, man. Well, really nice no, but I mean, and I'm not just complimenting you. I'm, I'm being for real because you are you you you. You're an instructor, a teacher, right? Yeah. You, you, you're, you're knowledgeable, you know how to teach people, right? So you have your degrees or, and your certifications and that. Yeah. You, you, I don't know how much you bench. You look like you can bench like a good 300 pounds.
1: Well, we never, we never stopped. Yeah. I mean, like I always kept that mentality. Uh-huh. When I went to college, I'm going to be honest, I kind of slacked off a little bit, but as mm-hmm. soon as I got out, you know, I just, you feel better, mm-hmm. you know, and I just found that routine and you know, I found a good set of friends that actually, well, not now, but mm-hmm. during, right before the pandemic, we would
0: motivate you know, each other.
1: Right, get, get same thing, yeah. the same kind of thing. And what I, what's what I like interesting about that is that people kind of gravitate towards each other sometimes. Yeah. And then you you know again going back to the bonding and making connections and all that that we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. That's how you know I was able to keep on working out and try to motivate myself, mm-hmm. uh, doing tough murder, also giving you know. Uh, you know, to the like the Wounded Warrior Project. I I don't know if you're familiar with that. I've heard of it, yeah. So they do, you know, they have this event called Tough Mudder and I've been doing it for the last freaking 10 years. Mm -hmm. It's just like an obstacle course. It's all fun. Yeah. And you just, you know, if you want, you get a team of people together and you guys do it together. Mm -hmm. So it used to be like 13 miles and I think they made it a little shorter. It's like, I think it's 10 to 12 miles Depends on what state, because they do it like globally, I think, and they do it like in different mm-hmm. uh, states too. So I've been doing it every year. That's so much fun too, because you you help people out throughout the obstacle, and the whole purpose of it is to help people along the way. Mm-hmm. They might need your help and to lend out a hand, you know, helping them up the obstacle and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. So you you have that connection, yeah. And you do it so much that you, you just start talking to people. It's just. You have to actually do it Yeah anyway. So I, we should do it Yeah I, I challenge you Oh I shit like, <laughs> We'll do It's fun It's uh, fun uh, Alright We'll see it's, You're going to get All full of mud Yeah. You're going to be freezing There's this thing called The arctic enema uh-huh. And you jump in And it's all ice Arctic enema And then you have to go on It's a big <laughs> giant container One of those trunk containers And then you jump in it's all ice And uh-huh. they have the ice In an ice truck And uh-huh. you dump in the freaking ice As it happens You go under And you And you got to climb out They have all these weird ones Yeah That are really dangerous dangerous and somebody <laughs> passed away. Oh. True story! You have to sign an actual waiver. So yeah. God bless the, the uh, you know, the uh, family. But yeah. yeah, there was a, there was a death I think in Arizona like four or five years ago. Because, uh-huh. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just, you know, you take, you, you, you take a risk, you know. And mm-hmm. Yeah. But no, it's, it's fun. And again, they do it to raise money for, that's cool for Wounded Warriors. Yeah.
0: So, um, so tell me more about,
1: the sculpture. So, like, yeah. you started this when the sculpture. I started about a year ago. So, back to that's why I don't know if you want to go to the pictures, maybe right now or later. However, you want to do it, but mm. uh, that's how it first started. And I, I like to tell my story first. Just talk about a little bit of my past. Really short, you know. Sure, go for it. I want to hear it. And is it possible? Uh, just
0: to see the pictures. Yeah, I'm going to oh, Okay. I'm going to pull them up. Yeah, right so
1: there. just I wanted to just see the a little bit of the background of, you know, you, you talked about our high school experience being together and just uh being with my, you know, the person that motivated me the most along the way was my mother. Okay. Cuz she was the one that always kind of said, you know, school is important. You know, she would, she was a person that, you know, worked very hard. Worked in a factory in uh, Chicago in the you know late seventies, early eighties. Uh, you know, the, people could relate. You know, so we grew up in uh, in the Pilsen around that area. Mm-hmm. And this talk about I'm talking about you know early eighties. And she just said, you know, go to school, get educated, so they could treat you with, you know, you you would guess you would do something with your life, and they don't treat you like kind of like an animal because you're just you know doing. So that sort of thing. So that's how I first started. Mm-hmm. The actual, you know, the connection with where my art comes from, where the you know metalwork comes from, comes from my mother. So I put a picture in there of of my mom. Just the inside of her house when you walked in. She's very, she's very a very religious lady. <laughs> you can you can see it from that picture. You know, mm-hmm. the actual colors. You know, she likes red. You know, she dresses sometimes in white and red and. Uh things in, in the house have a lot of red in as you can see in the in that picture. And uh and just artwork. She just likes to she'll paint on top of glass. Oh really? She paints on top of glass like the actual picture. And uh yeah, that's that's kinda like Yeah, so it's so you have some dope stuff here. Whoa. I don't think I showed that. I, I, I mustn't have sent that picture.
0: <laughs> that's everything you have in there. Yeah. But like uh but there's some of the stuff that you're talking about, the car. Yeah.
1: So the first, the actual truck, the actual truck, that's the 47 that's outside. That's when I first got it. So that kind of got me into the metalwork mm-hmm. uh, in the sense that, that the whole right side of the frame was rusted out. Okay. So I, I basically, with one steel plates, I actually rebuilt the frame on one side of that truck so that I could make it obviously safe, mm-hmm. you know, to uh, drive. i never done that before. Okay. Uh, And then that's what got me started. And those are my first objects, like the one with the, you know, the hand, which I was trying to make a Terminator hand. Yeah. But my son's like, you know, Papa can make a big, giant Terminator. And I was like, I could make a hand. If that's what you want me to do, Uh I I could try. So he had an actual, uh, one of those bungee uh, circle thingies. How do you call those things? What do you call those things? Uh, Outside. The kids jump on a uh, trampoline. Oh, sorry. trampoline! Yes. Okay. So the trampoline springs you can oh, see. I see. Yes. So I started cutting them, you know, off. And this is after I started doing going to uh, DuPage, uh, the College of DuPage, where I took a welding co- course. It was a it was a one on one course, and they just you know they do TIG, MIG, arc, and I think with the torch welding. So mm-hmm. we got to experience how to use all those different techniques. So the one that I you know that I gravitated to a little bit more was the MIG welding. Uh, and that's with the argon gas and, and oxygen. And, you know, you, you got to have it at the right temperature so that, you know, it melts properly and it doesn't move. Okay. And it's, and the, the shield causes the gas not to spark, uh-huh. like to send out, you know, like you get some tarnished kind of looks and you'll see, you know, at some point when you start seeing, when you start buying some of my, stuff (laughs) you'll start seeing some of my motorcycles that actually you know what I'm talking about Uh, so the gas makes it clean so it's not as dirty so it sounds super
0: dangerous dude like you're messing with gas that's
1: why I, you know I thought the same thing to be honest with you and that's why I was afraid of it for years Uh you know welding and And, you know, but I was always, you know, because of the things that I like, things that I enjoy doing, Uh it's something that I gravitated towards. And I just basically had to learn Uh just from asking questions, seeing YouTube videos, you know, informing myself on how to do it. So me coming from a place of ignorance in terms of like, I don't know
0: anything about the welding. I just know that it looks cool. Yeah. But like, so there's no chance of you blowing yourself up
1: yes there is if the sparks if the gas is leaking and i I mean yeah i mean if you're if you're cutting something say like i have you know a cutting disc and there's sparks flying by you know your tank i mean yeah i mean you don't want it's like you you know (laughs) doing the same thing with you know gasoline you have a tank of gasoline and you got the sparks flying you know you have to be really careful so Uh you know safety's first you know Uh you have you know protection on my welding gloves you know i have like this big giant leather I look like a like a blacksmith. like by, you know I'm, yeah. I have this big and that keeps all that from you know okay. that's interesting
0: so then uh, just uh, nothing super it's not like super like super like volatile it's just like you just need to be Careful,
1: right? Like normal, careful, not super, duper Right. There's so that's why I took the course too at mm-hmm. the College of the Page. You to, you know, there's certain safety, uh, you know, tests that you take. You know, I'm not certified in welding. I want to just repeat that, but <laughs> I, I, do, I want to make sure. But I know it's a skill. Uh-huh. I mean, so for the people that actually do it, man, they are tough. People, workers, I mean, because you had to be sitting there because I was there for maybe two hours trying to weld and the, sometimes it wasn't coming. It was the temperature was too high or it was too low or the mm-hmm. welding speed was too quick. So you had to find the perfect mix. Uh-huh. The welder would tell you something. It shows you the thickness and what gauge to use and how quick to, you know, speed out the actual wire. But sometimes, what I've seen and what I heard is you find your own style of actually doing it. Yeah. And you use your own speed, your own, and you... So that's where I'm at at this point that you could see some of my work. Uh, I did like a... I love this track. Yeah, I have that track there. I still have it. That was my second... That has a lot of detail. That is dope. A lot of detail. I made that with just pieces of, uh, you know, those uh, hex, you know, little bars that you used to open. Yeah. And if you see this one down here, like the one that's... Motorcycle. That's in the middle. That motorcycle one is the my very first one and my I, friend uh I was about to say I yeah. love that one too. That one's dope. Yeah.
0: The tractor's dope. Yeah. The one I got, I th- I think is dope. Do you have pictures of that one?
1: Yeah, it's, it's that one right there. I okay, believe yeah, it might is. be that one. This, yeah, because that's this the difference.
0: It's got the spears
1: stuff. right, right. But like uh, and then that's the one in the same series. Oh. So that one is yours. The yeah. one you picked up and then this one is in the same series and these are kind of like the mad max series <laughs> so this is kind of like but you know it's, you know mad max was like 70s but still you know futuristic but uh-huh. i wanted to make this more like a, you know out of space somewhere you know but you, know, you you could see like the different you know this piece that's in the bottom uh-huh. actually that comes from a 1952 DeSoto that i was working on uh-huh. Got it back on the road, and that was like a leftover piece from the ventilation system, and I just flipped it upside down. And then these, the actual back tires, those are uh, f- uh, uh, knives, actual knife at the very end the, of the it. The handles. Like the handles, right. And then, you know, I want to say, you know, if I could talk about my compadre, because he actually provided me all the steel uh-huh. for this. He He's a landscaper. Okay. So, you know, shouts out to, uh, Salvador's Landscaping. (laughs) (laughs) Chicago, look him up and uh, on the internet. Just put Salvador's Landscaping Chicago. And he basically one day you know he he saw that i was you know taking the courses and he took me to his yard and he told me hey you know where he he parks his trucks he said i got a whole bunch of steel here and some of the steel has been here forever and i have some steel he got those circles i started making the tires from Mm -hmm. he he gave me a whole giant bag full of them that he 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 made a fence Mm -hmm. and and they were left over Mm -hmm. so i picked up the, the the back of my dodge ram was filled with different you know, metals and things like that. My wife wasn't too happy about that. Of course. But, you know, we found a place all the way in the back of the house. So she doesn't see it. Yeah, she doesn't see it. So now it's nice and covered, you know. So then that's the, where I go in and and dig out. So some some of these bikes, mm-hmm. if, if you look at them, you know, from the very beginning, you know, some of, like, i mean, a little creature right there.
0: That looks a little, like, um, alien-like. You yeah. Got a little Geiger f- uh,
1: feeling to it. Yeah, I was trying to do, like, a, I don't know what kind of... I was to just experimenting it looks cool yeah yeah so basically thank you with these right here like this is my second one that I sold to a college buddy of mine nice Greg Mowers uh, Craig Mowers he was he was the first one the gentleman that uh, that uh, bought is, this one yes he the gentleman there's a gentleman out and I don't know if you could pop up that uh, flyer just so we could talk sure. about it just so that you could see the uh, his his name is Tommy so basically, Tommy runs an annual bike blessing ride at SUD. And the, all the all the actual monies, uh, it's a fundraiser, right? And they go to the uh, Riley's Children's Hospital in, in Indianapolis. So he was the second person that bought a bike for me. Mm-hmm. I think Craig was the first one or vice versa. But he basically is, is actually, you know, it's, it's going to be on the, May the 29th uh and it's gonna be at 12 noon i think it's like a kind of like a bike run so Mm -hmm. you know your your audience could see the actual so any kind of you know things that you would like to donate to him he's got a contact information you know with with the phone number and and they they just do like a silent auction is what i so i do not know this gentleman as much as to that he just reached out to me and he liked my bike and he asked me uh you know that if uh I would like to either sell him uh-huh. or donate for for the event to raise money for the children. Yeah. I said, he doesn't, well, now he knows, but I was going to have him pick the bikes that he wants, mm-hmm. you know, so he could, you know, pick a couple bikes that he thinks that, that are cool. And then we'll just, uh, you know, see how much money they could raise for the. For the children, for so the children. so that goes connected to to the other to the other bike because he actually purchased that bike.
0: So the name of this thing is is uh, the silent auction is going to be the seventh annual bike blessing and ride. It's on Saturday, May 29th, twenty twenty one. It's going to be at twelve p.m. It's going to be held at uh, what is that? SS Constantine and Helen, uh-huh. which is on eight thousand or eighty or yeah, uh, eight thousand mm-hmm. Madison Street in Maryville, Indiana. And uh, so
1: like there's a donation, $20 per bike. Right, so I think that they ride together. Okay. That's what I think. And then they they ride out from that location, then they go over to, uh, to where, the, where they're gonna have, I guess like uh, the auction. Okay,
0: so yeah. then there's a silent auction, there's gonna be some food trucks, there's gonna be music. Uh, and so uh, it sounds cool man it does yeah and I guess the ride uh, to end at American Legion 2430 Broadway Maryville so uh, I guess there's door prizes and all kinds of other things going on
1: right yeah, this
0: again is to benefit Riley's Children's Hospital I'm just reading that
1: oh for sure yeah, yeah so they could get the all, all the information yeah. perfect so that's kind of connected to kind of how I started you know it seems like you know the good energy, you know, these bikes that I make, just going back, I mean, they're made with a lot of love. Yeah. Okay, I do take time to try to now, at the very beginning, I was just kind of putting them together. Now I'm more uh, aware of trying to make them look more kind of classy and what else can I do? So I have some ideas on how I could maybe possibly, you know, put like some old uh, kind of like a clock. Like I, I, I just picked up a clock from like a I think it's like a Ford Or uh, Mercury from the Mm fifties. So I want to see if I could put it inside of a bike. You know. So these are just bikes that you could use as as a display, right? You you put them in your in your bar. You put them outside. You know, for you know next to your fireplace. You know. So they're decor.
0: They're yeah. They're they're ornamental, but they're they're dope as fuck man Thanks like so
1: much right? yeah, yeah
0: i mean I, I love them i i uh i saw I, I was like damn look at this one. Oh shit look at that one yeah and i was just like dude i want one now you know so like that's when i called you i was just like i reached out to you i was just like dude what's a, what's the story with this man what's going on with you What what is this are you selling these like what the fuck yeah and you're like yeah and, and you're like and i was like how much and you're like well you know this much or whatever yeah and i'm like all right fine you know like where you live <laughs> and, <laughs> that's nice. and you're like and so you send me your, your information You're like Three miles away from me Three
1: miles away
0: from me yeah. <laughs> So I was just like What Fuck it I'm getting it right now <laughs>
1: dude, You come right in Yeah You give me the money And yeah. you're like Where's my bike Like yeah. So <laughs> I was like Dude <laughs> I haven't seen you In thirty years dude. Yeah I know Okay yeah, nah, yeah. So I showed you Like all the layout And I was like Let me show you All dude. the bikes Let me show you All the bikes So dude, I, I have a- What
0: you don't have here That I saw At your fucking house mm. Is that dope buggy?
1: Yes, that was my father's buggy. Oh wasn't it? it was white. I drove it all the way five four no, years no, no, ago. No. That
0: little buggy, that little sculpture. You had a little scu- a little oh, sculpture of a car. I
1: know what you're talking about. It was
0: sitting on the bench, and you're I turned gonna,
1: around. I'm gonna upgrade all that information. Uh-huh. I'm gonna put. I know what you're talking about. You and I'm like, it. I'm the, like the little car that I built.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I, you sent you sent these pictures. I'm like, where's a, where's that dope little car?
1: You should have told me. I should have, You know what? To be honest with you, I, I thought know. I was sending too many pictures. It's sending too many pictures. Yeah. I thought no, maybe no no no
0: no no. Send me the pictures. Yeah. Because then I know which ones. Like if I have more than I need. That's good because then I can pick the good ones, you know. I can yeah. say, okay, this one looks good. I'll take this one. I like the lighting in this one, yeah. or I can fix this one, or whatever. Right. Don't worry about sending me too many. I, I can deal with too many. Yeah. The problem is not enough, you know, because then like I don't have a selection.
1: Right, right, right. But like,
0: uh, but like, I wanted, I wanted you to send me that that car because I mean, I saw a lot of stuff. You had a lot of dope stuff on your table. Thank you. But that one was my favorite i think that one that one i don't know how much you're gonna sell it for but that should be the most i mean this is me that's, so that's, like take it with a grain of that's salt that's where
1: it goes that's because some some of the things i'm um, to be honest with you uh-huh. you know edgar i'm i'm learning along the way so yeah. i'm trying i'm trying to see you know what now i go to facebook i see some of the ads not the ads but they're the actual like like the groups. Mm-hmm. So metal works, you know, and that sort of thing. And I'm looking at how much, you know, some of these things go for yeah. just to give myself like an idea of how to price my mm-hmm. work. Cause some, some of the work, some of the bikes are take a long time and yeah. not as cool as to other ones are designed a certain way mm-hmm. that they look super sharp yeah. and they might take a little bit of less time. Yeah. So it's all, so that's why I, I came up with categories that we could talk about later on mm-hmm. how I could maybe somehow possibly, be able to organize, you know, I guess my inventory. Yeah. So that's why when I mentioned those bikes that were there, you know, this is the Mad Max series. Mm. This is the, you know, the actual, uh, the, the alien series. Yeah. 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 So there's another one in there and it's actually like the biggest one. Uh huh. And
0: I, I don't want to pull it up. I, um, but just describe it because, it, uh, okay. l- when I pulled Perfect. it up, it stopped the, the audio. Perfect.
1: So basically what it is, it's, uh it's about two feet long. Mm-hmm. It must be it must weigh about maybe 15 or 20 pounds. No, maybe like 30 or 40 pounds, but it's a pretty big piece. Mm-hmm. But that that bike I think is like my coolest one so yeah. And that's my most recent one because I started developing you know, the smaller type bikes. And then I started going into bigger bikes uh-huh. as to those, you know, wheels I told you about yeah. that I got from my compadre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. landscaping. You know, basically that. Like <laughs> Plug. <Lyscaping. laughs> Some are pretty big. Like the actual rings are small, but uh-huh. then I started finding other like bikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I build them looking at what I could make with the tires. So they came out, the bikes are bigger. And mm-hmm. those are the coolest ones. Uh-huh. Like I used like a caster wheel for one that they must have used, I don't know for what, like uh-huh. in the warehouse. And I pieced it up with some other pieces together. And I got a fuel pump out of a fifth nine four That's so dope. And I used it as the like the motor. Uh-huh. But it's an electric fuel pump. Uh-huh. Uh so it, they must have done it later, like in the 60s or something. But it's it's just little pieces like that. Uh-huh. That that are, you know, like your piece has an actual screwdriver that I, by the way, found in that angle, uh-huh. which is the exhaust. Uh and it it just to me it just fit perfect Uh and that handle and I can see a lot of all my pieces have vintage for the most part uh, parts in them yeah so they have something that's from the 30s 40s 50s and it's tools pieces of tools it could be like a pitchfork that you used to you know make your carne asada, you know, whatever <laughs> it is. Like yeah. that I use on one of my bikes. So yeah. things like that.
0: Yeah. Dude, a lot of it is so cool. Here, hold up. Let me let me go get the bike. Because we're talking about it and I don't have it here. I have it upstairs. Let me go bring it.
1: Okay. Uh, it'll take you a minute. Okay. Sounds good. So yeah, so he's, he's going to go up there. and So it's something that I just, uh, it's a passion, basically, that I you know got involved in doing this kind of work. Uh, But I do thank him and I should have thanked him from the beginning to, you know, for him to invite me to a show. Uh, You know, that is a good opportunity. Uh, If you go to my Facebook account, which you'll see later, I'm going to start, you know, actually showing pictures uh, of all my bikes and somehow maybe possibly be able to price them together. So come out with, uh, you know, something that's, uh, I think, fair, you know, and. And another thing that I plan to do also that I have mentioned to Edgar is possibly being able to, uh, you know, make bikes for this organization, for this fundraiser in the future as well. Okay, so, uh, yeah, that's that's basically what we're going to be doing. Okay, so he's back. Okay, so perfect. Let's see if, So this is... This is the bike. Yeah. And, uh... Dude, man, <laughs> it is... You like you like that bike. That's I that did. has a lot of different things. So those those are nails. Like the and I failed to mention, but the actual frames that I did on the first bikes that I sold, those those frames actually uh, I made by hand. Just like the frame on this bike has, it's basically four large nails that they must have used for like to hold down something and you know for the landscaping. Yeah. Right. So I I have an actual cherry picker that I use to bend the steel I'll I'll stick the steel and I'll you know bend it and kind of shape it inside my head you know come back put it together see if I like it and then I'll go back if I need to stretch it more so that's how I made the frame so So tell
0: me tell me about the pieces you used on this thing because you got you got like some car parts some car parts this is a
1: PVC valve out of a car that I was probably working on Uh and actually two of them this is a different kind of PVC. This is the the uh, lifter from uh, 350 Chevy. Uh-huh. This is a screwdriver that I mentioned. Yeah. that it's actually you know curved like this. That's how I got it. Yeah. And I actually cleaned this off a little. I was going to stain it. That's why there's different ways to actually make this look cooler. Uh-huh. Like, so I'm still experimenting. I shouldn't be giving all my information out there to your phone. But basically, there's this thing called Flood, which is a... Chemical that you put inside paint uh-huh. so that it levels. Okay. So that's the stuff that I use on like trucks, the old trucks that, you know, that you think is like kind of like a paint job. Yeah. It's actually, it's not too bright, so it, it's not too shiny, uh-huh. but it's kind of opaque at the same time. So it's kind of like a matte finish.
3: Uh-huh.
1: And I, I, I haven't used it on none of my bikes, uh-huh. except for the last one, the, the real cool one that the, the Alien series that I told you, uh-huh. that one I painted the actual fuel pump I painted it green
0: but I imagine that something like that you know takes skill takes takes time it takes money so like it's going to increase the value it's going to increase the amount of time and how much it costs to make it so therefore the cost to whoever buys these things right so like you were in a delicate spot yeah where it's like how much time and money do I spend on these things And, and how much investment do I put in this so that I can get a return. Exactly. And and so like um one of the things I hope that we're kinda helping each other here is like, you know, you 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 get a little exposure. Mm-hmm. I get a little exposure. Like we share. We're we're you know, like they say in Spanish, man, una mano la la otra, right? You know, so it's like my Spanish is not the great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Don't make fun of me, man. Like, it came out good. Okay. I know, <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like um you you hit the nail right in the head. Of, yeah, that's exactly so, so where I'm at. I mean, yeah. I do enjoy doing it. Uh-huh. I get lost in it, mm-hmm. which is really you know nice that you're able to do something and you, you get in the flow. You you just start going, and then before you notice, like so that would ha- that's what happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I have to be really careful how I'm managing my time, you know, mm-hmm. and how I'm able to, you know, how I put these pieces together. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's this is a, a you know a paint lid can uh-huh. opener. Uh, Bottle opener. This is from uh actual torch. Uh-huh. Those little tiny tanks.
0: You got some drill pieces on
1: there? I got some drill pieces here that I got from I don't remember from, from where. Daniel School. Uh-huh. This actually this handle is for uh an actual uh a vice grip? No, the actual the, the ones to cut uh tin. So it's like a oh okay. Um I, yeah I can't remember the uh, the
0: pizzas. Um, yeah they're like
1: uh so basically it's it's like the top piece that would you would you know that you hold it and the next piece would be this and then mm-hmm. you would have it they they used to cut uh no they're 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 like shears but they're like pizzas like you yeah. were saying. Uh and yeah just just different parts. This is from an actual bed. Oh, okay. Of the actual uh, bottom of it that hooks uh-huh. on somehow to something. And yeah, just uh, the pieces that I found, they they just, you know, I look at something, you know, sometimes I'll change the design and uh-huh. I don't know if this didn't work at all. And then, you know, but for the most part, as they start start coming together, I start kind of envisioning it inside my head how I want it to look at the uh-huh. very end and, it, and that's how it comes out.
0: So it's really super interesting. Yeah. You can put it down so that you don't have to hold it all down. But like... Um, it's really super interesting to hear you talk through your process cuz um it sounds like you're like you're sketching with metal. Yeah. Cuz that's what you do when you sketch. Like you you you, you have an idea. You say, "Okay, I want to draw you know, a woman, right? And you know, a woman has, you know, depending on the woman, she might have long hair, she might be tall, she might be thin, she might be whatever. Uh, but you are deciding as you put the pencil to the paper. Mm-hmm. You're doing the same kind of thing, sounds like to me. Yeah. But with metal, you're like, I'm gonna try this, and I have an idea in my head. I'm gonna go with a bike, but I don't know what the bike really looks like. I just know that it's a bike. I'm gonna try this piece here. I'm gonna put this piece there, and then I'm thinking futuristic. So maybe I go over here, and right. So that's what it sounds to me like you, you're you're sketching. And then once you have A good idea You go ahead And you like You stick it together And you Cause I mean like I love this Like I love this thing I mean This thing is crazy dope <laughs> um,
1: I have another one That I also brought It's, a, it's, it's the biggest one uh-huh. Like the coolest one But Back to what you were saying Edgar Was It kind of comes together as, So I don't really plan it To be honest with you Yeah I just I look at all my stockpile I, I, I have little Like containers where I keep all my steel, I have some buckets and something comes to my mind that I know that I have Uh and I'll pull that. Oh, this will look good here. Oh, oh, that's going to look good. Oh, and if I twist this over and sometimes I'll change the design of the frame of the motorcycle
0: to fit what you have.
1: Right. And I'll do like a chopper style as opposed Mm. to, so, One of my series is uh, Street Fighter series. Oh, really? So you'll see those bikes, Uh and they're super cool. Uh Different one is made out of a chain, you know that you know bikers wear. You know the the ones that you put your wallet in those really locked chain, and Uh see it like integrated into the frame. And sometimes it's hard because some of that material it's kind of like pot metal kind of thing. That it's not it's like cast. It's not that good of you know of a weld. So I have Uh to go to the stick welder sometimes and Uh switch over from the argon gas. Okay, and What that does is it, like, how can I make this chain stay? So, what I did is I found that if I stick a, you know, like a screw in and I weld the tip of it, I could hold the chain without having to. So, little things like that. I see. So, you know, that's how the design kind of comes up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I just built a frame. I have, like, a little piece of metal where I put the bikes and I start giving them shape and I start putting different things on it.
0: So you have okay. like something to hold it in place as yes. you're
1: working. Right. Okay. So that I can, and I'm also going to soon talk to your, you know, now that I'm talking to your audiences, mm. I'm going to do like a kind of like a YouTube channel of, of what I'm doing. Dude. <laughs> yes. So that I could just walk like one piece from the beginning to the end. Dude. You know, branding, cutting, so that I want to be able to show people, give back uh-huh. you know, the whole thing, just like, you know, Tommy's organization that he does, that he, that, that he raises money is always trying to give back. Something like throughout what we've done, mm-hmm. we talked about even back from high school with Father Zorn, mm-hmm. you know, that man, you know, he was dedicated to us. He worked, he wanted, you know, the, he, he was building us. He knew that he was, and he told us he was building us. He was making us better,
3: mm-hmm.
1: a better kid or a better, you know, person. Yeah. So that always resonated into everything, our upbringing, you know, going to Catholic school and also going into uh, the way that you, you know, your philosophy of life Mm. I see myself as you know through this work showing that there is you know if you care and and you love and you show something you know some love and some care that you can make something beautiful like Mm. this out of you know and the only reason why I started doing this because I my first bike the one that I sold to Tommy I made the gas tank out of out of different uh nuts sizes and then I shaved it down I was just learning and then I took it to my class uh, that I that, that I took at uh, Dupage County. You know, I was actually putting it together. The, the College of Dupage. I was putting the bike together there, and I was adding a couple pieces. And one of my friends that does TIG welding, he TIG well Oh, look at! I can make it look even better mm-hmm. if we do this little tip of the of the gas tank more. You know, flat. Yeah. So He did it with his TIG. So all the all this you know positive energy that went into creating something you know beautiful like you know, these bikes, Mm -hmm. you get to have that in your house. And I think that if you do something positive, if you put, you know, enough effort and love into it, you know, it could be appreciated. And it's, and it's part of your, where you live, you know, I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, projecting that too. So that's why, when I also mentioned is I want to also make bikes for, you know, times organization. If, if something comes, obviously every year Mm -hmm. I would build one or two or three or, or whatever every year. So that, you know, they could, you know,
0: you know, um, I love that you're talking about like positivity and thinking about positive shit and all this stuff. Cause it's, um, it's something I, I, I try real hard to kind of work at. It's um, cause I mean, I mean, you and I, we came from similar neighborhoods and stuff and you know, there's a lot of negativity in those neighborhoods and stuff like that. And just people, they don't, they don't know, right. That, um, that you could do better right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes um, you don't know what better looks like, yeah. right? Because you have no idea what better looks like. Like, your mom, she worked in the factory. My dad, he worked, in, he worked on on the produce market. He did, yeah. you know, so he, you know,
1: he lugged boxes his whole life, right?
0: And so, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong it's with just,
1: that. It's, it's just, your parents always said, you want something better yeah. for your children. Yes. That's all that is.
0: And that's, and that's just it. Like, What does better look like?
1: Yeah. You know,
0: if you only know that, that what it, you know, for you, what it looks like, in my case, my father lugging a box. That's, that's, that's the example I have. It wasn't, it wasn't until like I went to high school and met somebody like Father's Warren, for example, Mm -hmm. that you, you figure out, oh, wait a minute. There are options. You know, one of the other things that happened to me was, um. I went to when I started kickboxing, the teacher of the school, or the my instructor, he was he was Mexican or Mex- Mexican American, mm-hmm. and I'm like, like, you know, this guy's just like me. You know, he's just a few years older than me. Like, I could do this too. You know, so and it wasn't, and I I've said this stuff before on the podcast, but it wasn't until I saw Jimmy Smiths on TV
3: because
0: mm-hmm. Jimmy Smiths. He looks like one of my uncles. Mm. There, I have an uncle. His name is Uncle Pepe. He looks like Pepe. Okay. You know? And I look at him, and, and he, the first time I saw him, he was playing a lawyer on LA Law. Mm. And that was the first time I realized, holy shit, I can be something else other than someone who lugs, lugs boxes. Because for me, growing up in Little Village, that's all I thought I had. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I thought I was going to end up working at the same company my dad worked at. Okay. And it wasn't it wasn't something I wanted. Oh. You know.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. You know.
0: Um. Again, not a not a not a strike against my dad. But I wanted more, right? And when I saw Jimmy Smiths as a lawyer, on LA law, I said, "Holy crap! I can be something else." So one of the reasons I think. Um, and, and I love the fact that you were an, an uh, administrator in school and stuff like that. Yeah. Because how many Latin kids did you affect? Just because you looked brown, just because you were there, not because you said anything special, not because you did anything special, just because you existed. The 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 impact that you had in those schools, you know, just your existence. You didn't have to do anything special. Yeah. Now, of course, you can ruin that by being an asshole, right? <laughs> but I know you. You're not an asshole, otherwise no. I wouldn't have you on the show. But
1: no, thank you. No, but, no, no. But <laughs> you
0: know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like it is important for for people like you to exist because you are an intelligent person. You you have you 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 have multiple.
1: You're being too kind. No,
0: no, no. no but no, seriously though. But like, and I'm not. I'm not. I, I do this to a lot of people on the on the podcast, and I feel like some people don't realize the impact that they have. Yeah. I, I, I but like like um, because like my instructor, this kickboxing guy that I told you about, I haven't seen him in for years. In years, but I think about him all the time. Yeah. You know, because he was one of the people that influenced me. Um, Father's Warren. Yes. There's another person I think about. Me too.
1: All the time. Yeah, I took up uh, yeah. and luckily I was able to see him through through college. Mm-hmm. You know, he was. Oh, that's amazing. He was one of my teachers too. While I was at mm-hmm. staying at, at St. Joe's, uh, going to Loyola, mm-hmm. taking the assignment. So the Nile Seminary ended up, you know, closing freshman year and they basically relocated, uh, and they called it you know St. Joseph's Seminary. So we were there, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, people, that's our job. You know, we're trying to mold. Uh, If I could touch anybody, you know, I've always been involved in giving back. There's another organization called uh, AMG Mm -hmm. and they restore cars and they, and I I was a volunteer there. They basically do old style, like 72 all the way back, you know, backwards. And they, uh, it's like a mentorship for kids that are, teens that are in trouble, that are involved in gangs that you know, the courts basically send them to this nonprofit organization mm-hmm. and they you know learn a skill. and They start, maybe they like it, maybe they don't. Yeah, so you know, those kids I was uh basically tutoring them to get their GED. Mm-hmm. So I had a small group of kids that that we work, so I work with him closely. Uh, and that's what that's what it is it's about giving something back. Mm-hmm. What you're saying, you know, resonates, you know. Is always trying to be positive, you know, having positive energy and just trying to work
2: mm-hmm.
1: at getting better at what you do. And yeah, I mean, so many kids have come up to me as adults. Uh-huh. I mean, once I was traveling to Mexico and a kid came up, he was a grown man about three or four years ago. And, and you were in Mexico? And I was in Mexico. And uh-huh. it turns out that when I was in Mexico, when I was a student uh-huh. and, uh, Back, I don't know, I want to say maybe 15 years, maybe 20 years. Uh-huh. And he was a little kid. I mean, he was like a fifth grader. I think I was teaching fourth or fifth grade uh-huh. during that time uh-huh. uh, at Hamline School, back of the yards, 47th uh-huh. and Bishop. Uh, and that student, hey, Mr. Naya, like he started talking to me. Yeah. Like, okay. I know because it's happened to me before, yeah. but he he actually became a teacher. Oh, that's wonderful. And he stayed in the same community mm-hmm. and and he worked and... Uh, his sister came out to me. Talk. I don't remember her. To be honest with you, I don't know. Yeah. She was younger or older than, than, him, and still making connections throughout. You know, but yeah, yes. I mean, any anything that's going to help the kids. I mean, I'm still learning at 47 on how to do things. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time that I ever started venturing into doing this kind of art. I mean, I, I've always liked to sketch and do yeah. that sort of thing, but I had never done something like this. Uh, and that's what the message is: is you're always growing. You're always, you know, that's what the human spirit is. You're always trying to figure out how to do things better. Yeah. How do, how, how do your children, you know, how are they going to be in the future? You want them to be better than you. You want them to be successful. Yes. Uh, and, you know, that's the same message that you saw with your father. You know, you the message to you was, I want to be better. I, want, yeah. I don't want to haul boxes. I don't, I want to do something else. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's the same thing I want to do to my son. I want him to see me and see, I want to be better or I'm going to help him try to be as the best person that he could be.
0: You know, one of, one of the, uh, one of the most uh, influential lessons I learned from my dad was uh, he took me to the water market and he made me clean out. I was like a little kid. I don't know, 13 years old, 12 years old, a little guy. Okay. I wasn't in high school yet. Mm -hmm. He made me clean out a dumpster with nothing but water with like rotten Watermelon, and to this day, bro, I can't stand the smell of watermelon. I can't. I can't eat watermelon.
1: It was a. It was a trauma.
0: It was. It was. So
1: what happened? How come you were cleaning a? He, you...
0: he took me there because he felt that I had it too easy. He says like you got to work because my dad was shiny shoes when he was seven. You know, six years old. His his dad. Imagine
1: hit... being a young kid. Mm-hmm. Going out in public, putting yourself out there at such a young age. And-, and,
0: sh- and shiny shoes. And so my dad, his dad left when he was young. So my dad became the the breadwinner for his family in Mexico. Okay. So my dad had been hustling ever since he was seven years old. Okay. So then when I was like fucking, you know, imagine that man. Yeah. You know, hustling his whole life. And then he sees my fucking ass just sitting around. He's like, no, you got to go work. You gotta know what work is like,
1: and I'm i a like, teach you something. Yeah, you really try to teach, teach me to, in his own, maybe not the best way. Cause no, you don't like watermelon
0: anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It was the perfect way. It was the it, perfect. It was the perfect way, way. Yeah. because I don't ever want to clean another watermelon dumpster again.
1: So right. it, it must have been like rotted. B- it rotted, was rotten. It was like it smelled it disgusting. disgusting. I could imagine. It was disgusting. I don't want to imagine, but I yeah. can't imagine.
0: I can't, I'm telling you, I can't eat watermelon now, right? Yeah. So, but like one of the, you know, this is what hard work is like. Yeah, this is what real work is like. This is this is the work that people do, and it's it's a, a job that anyone can do. Yeah, you know, you don't have to be skilled to clean a, a watermelon dumpster. Yeah, you know, you don't have to be you don't have to be skilled, but you know, do you want to be that person? Fuck no! <laughs> you know, so I
1: was like, so, so. Was so, right. so that a message from your father? He he's he's trying to teach you. Maybe if you if you better study, or if not, that's that's going to be your future. Right
0: I now. wish my father was that um, devious. I don't think it was. I think his lesson was: this is hard work. And this is you have to do it, and you have to do it because this is hard work, and you have it too easy.
1: So he must have had it. So something made him do that. So yeah. something either, maybe that's the way he was maybe brought up. I, yeah. don't, I don't know if you've heard any stories of, about you because it usually works in a cycle. Yes. yes. I mean, from coming from an education, yeah. coming from a personal, But yeah. you know, every, everybody could relate to that. Yeah. Know, that it's something that... It, he had to go through it. So
0: I had to go through it. Yeah. And I had it too easy in his eyes. So he put me through it. And I'm glad that he did. Because I'm not cleaning watermelons <laughs> I'm not cleaning watermelon dumpsters right now no. You know, yeah. you know? Uh, uh, And when I think about that shit too It's just like Every now and then dude I look up from my desk And I'm like I'm getting paid to do this Yeah I like make web pages. Yeah Like it's crazy to me bro Because it's like Like the shit that I'm making
1: Yeah
0: I'm making stuff But it doesn't exist Yeah It only exists
1: In the digital world
0: In the computer yeah. You know You yeah. know the only people that can see it yeah. are the people that happen to go to the website.
1: Yeah. Excuse me,
0: it, it it doesn't really exist. It Doesn't exist.
1: It's in a it's a it's a virtual world. I mean, it's, it's a virtual world. Yeah.
0: But that virtual world, you pull the plug, it's gone. Yeah. This shit right here, for example, mm-hmm. you know, you made it. It's hard. It's not going anywhere. It exists.
1: Yeah. You know, unless you leave it outside for like. Maybe ten years and it'll rust up to really, me, but yeah. But, but you're right. I yeah, mean, it's it's, it's, it's different. Fringe. Yeah, you
0: know, it's yeah. this is still gonna exist. Not that it's bad or worse or anything like that. You know, I I like the work yeah. that I do, but it's just like it's crazy to me that I get paid to do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it's not lugging boxes. It's is it difficult? It's mentally chan- challenging. Sure, of course. There's other there's other aspects of it like dealing with. With clients and internal clients and people and wants and needs and deadlines and whatnot. And that that part of it is challenging, right? Because people, you know, for whatever reason, there's deadlines that sometimes are, uh, I don't want to say unreasonable, but just, you know, just too short and not enough time, you know, like stuff like that. But like, it's easy. It's it's easy in comparison to cleaning a watermelon dumpster, you know? Yeah, right. It's it's so much easier. It's not hard on the back. Maybe if I sit too much, maybe yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. you know, it's it might be bad for my health sitting that much, but yeah. But it's 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 just it's just like crazy to me that they pay me to do this, you know? yeah. Um,
1: and you obviously enjoy doing the work.
0: I like doing the work. I I like doing the work. Um and of course there's nothing, nothing's perfect, you know. Yeah. There, there there are parts of it that that are difficult, you know.
1: You're in, a, you're in a good time, right? Because if yes. you were living back in your, maybe, parents' time, or even the time that, that you were, mm. if you were in adults, yeah. in the same time back then that you are talking about, you know, being inside a dumpster, yeah, you know, and if you didn't have the technology, like, there's, I mean, technology right now is everything. Yes. Everything. This artwork is something that's becoming less and less obsolete now, mm-hmm. uh, and it's a perfect time, at least that's what I'm hearing, mm-hmm. to go do metal fabrication. There's a lot of welders needed. Mm. huge need for them Uh there's a big giant vacuum that's what i'm hearing Uh you know so you know there's there's uh you know like the tangible kind of things you know Uh those are you know we're we're not at least i'm not going to be a a computer i could barely send you the right pictures (laughs) as you can see so what i'm trying to say is there's there's a market for everything There, there there's a market for for the type of you know programming that you're giving to your audience mm-hmm. there's also a market hopefully for the motorcycles that I'm building mm-hmm. you know, and making those connections you know uh, Tommy did tell me he told me send me you know whatever you don't uh, you don't donate send you know send me the pictures and I can afford it to my friends
3: mm-hmm.
1: you know but I had to come up with a price yeah so that's that's where I'm kind of stuck because I'm not you know even with you you, you mentioned it when I mm-hmm. when you walked in and you were looking at the motorcycles I was kind of like I don't know how much these are gonna Yeah, yeah. it's about worth about this much or that. So I have to manage that piece too, you know?
0: Yeah. And and I don't wanna I don't wanna misguide you there. Cause I want you to sell stuff. Yeah? You know?
1: you know what? But I, I also
0: don't... want you to make money. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like like I mean, I, I I'm sure you're you're doing it for the love of the art and stuff like that, but um if if Our if you cast costs money, yes, cost money, yes, electricity, electricity, you know every,
1: everything's expensive. Every yeah, and I then drive it, different back and forth to get certain things that I think are gonna look sharp. Mm-hmm. Have, you know, so yeah, there there's something.
0: Also, I mean, you're married, right? Yes. And and certain, and I, I'm sure it's like that for you as it is for me. It's just like if you're gonna do something, uh you got to justify it to the wife, right? Of and course. and um, you know, if, if and yeah. And if, if, if it's taking you away from the, from the family, there better be a good reason for it. Right. Of course. And so like, I understand, I understand the position you, you need to make this work. And I think you can, I I think they're dope. Um, I, I hope you're right. <laughs> I hope you're
1: right. And I hope that they do well, but yes, yeah. like I said, they're, I'm starting, like it's a brand new, uh, Venture. Guess, right. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just learning,
3: mm-hmm. uh,
1: The basics of how to, you know, weld properly, Mm -hmm. make it look nice. I know there's a lot of drama work that I could do. i thought about, you know, some of the pieces that I use are like I had brand new. I was able to get hinges. Uh So the big bike that I, the two big bikes that I built that are the Alien series, those two bikes, I use door hinges and I actually bent them to give the shape of the tank. Give it one side has one, one kind of view, like more like a vintage type on that other big bike it's more like kind of like a cruiser type and then Uh the other side is more like a sports bike kind of look so Uh trying to make that connection and the same bike have you could spin the you know the actual piece around and it'll give it like a different look
0: so when do you decide okay this is going to be a cruiser or this is going to be futuristic the The frame frame? does it the frame
1: does it because the frame gives me Okay, maybe I, if I arrange this piece like this, so I yeah. actually flip frames uh-huh. and it looks cooler upside down. Like it looks, it gives yes. like a totally different look. You that's know? So that's totally cool. Yeah, I've done that a couple of times. So it's it, it it just depends on how it looks, how it feels, mm-hmm. and how I'm putting it together. Yeah,
0: you know, one of the things as an artist that I I've done because one of, here's the funny thing about this podcast. One of the reasons I started this podcast, yeah, was because I. In all honesty, I wanted, I wanted, I needed more attention for the art that I do. Right. So I was like, I need to uh, put out more content. Right. Uh, It takes me a long time to make art. Sometimes, sometimes I start something and I don't touch it for a while. Sometimes I get stuck on something and I leave it alone and I move to something else I'm working on and they're all drawings or paintings or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, I'll put it down and come back to it and then realize, oh. You know, I fucked it up. There have been times where I come back to something I was like, "This is shit. Fuck that shit. <laughs> Starting all over." You know, Okay, yeah. And um, um, but like that's the reason I started the podcast. Okay. I wanted more content to show people, so to to get more attention for the art that I do. Yeah. The podcast is taking over, and it's become the main thing I'm doing right now. And I'm not doing any art. And it's it's driving me nuts. Um,
1: I mean, how come if you don't know me, try that drop.
0: It's it's um. How, why is it that I'm not doing art? Yeah,
1: because you have to. Like, you should not let your passions kind of go. Yeah, not that you're letting it go. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is why, So the question is, how come you haven't?
0: I, that's a good question. I think the real reason that I am not doing art right now is because I'm procrastinating. Okay, you know what I'm saying, like, okay. like I'm letting the you're podcast. I mean, yeah, you're saying it? I think that's what it is. Yeah. I think I'm I'm letting the podcast take over. Okay, um, because uh, it's 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 a little easier on the soul, right? Because oh, yeah. art, when you make art, you know, like you you halfway through the thing, you think, this is garbage. I fucking hate this, you know? I've done it. And, and, and and then, and then you, you put it aside. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna, I put a lot of time on this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to throw it away. I'm just going to hate it forever and put it on the side and then come back to it later.
1: And then sometimes don't you get like a boost though? Like sometimes doesn't it happen like, oh, and then you start putting it together. Like, wait a minute. Wow.
0: There it is. That's
1: where I need it. And sometimes you're stuck and you have to walk away from it. I Mm. I do that all the time with my bikes. One of of my bikes, I had already made it. Mm Mm-hmm. But I didn't put it properly together in my mind. Uh-huh. And it sat and I sat and I took that thing apart and I put it back together mm. in, in a different way. So, I mean, yeah. and I'm sure that happens to you too.
0: It yeah. happens exactly the same, yes. Like one of the things that, it like like I said, what you're doing there is what I did when I crumple it up and throw it away and draw the same thing all over again. Okay. Excuse
1: me But you it, still have it Inside your mind You want it to Look yeah, a certain way I
0: have I have something in my mind I want something to look A certain way And sometimes like The proportions are off yeah. Or maybe Like the body the, the I made the body too short Or I made the body too long Or I, I screwed something up And I shouldn't have Screwed it up And then When I get to a point Where I'm Where I see it
1: What kind of pieces Are you talking about
0: now? So like um, You got me curious now I have I have like uh, The couple The couple pieces I have Um on the website they're jujitsu related drawings right so i have i have this one shark one that i've had for a long time uh and it's just a, a shark a man shark uh choking out another dude uh a human underwater right so they're sinking in the water, and this guy's
1: is, is it like anime type of drawing
0: no it's just drawing? an it's an illustration like okay. I'll send you a link, you'll see what I'm talking okay. about, but like I do stuff like that, and then I do whatever I feel like you know in between, you know, but those are the kind of things I prefer yeah um but you know, like I'll draw a skull or. You know, it's like, yeah. Sometimes I feel like when I draw a skull, I'm like, oh fuck! Everybody draws a skull. You know, like that's not really inspirational. Like, every- you
1: can do your own kind of skull. Yeah, your own style, your own twist. Yeah,
0: I can put my own twist on the skull, but there's like a thousand people, a billion, a billion skulls out there, right? So like, what am I gonna do with a skull? Another fucking skull, <laughs> you know? So like, uh, sometimes I'll make I'll make something like to make fun of it. Right? Like, here's another fucking skull. Like, you yeah, know, like you know, added to the fucking pile of skulls out there. But um, but uh, you know, I'll 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 start drawing something, and like you're saying, yeah, it might be, you know, um, I'll, I sometimes I make these demon heads, right? I'll make this head of a demon, yeah, and um, it doesn't look like I like I want it, right? Okay, and I'll 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 put it down, think about it later, come back to it, and then when I look at it, I still fucking hate it, and I was like, I like rip it up. And toss it and draw the same fucking thing all over again and again it's, it's yeah. stuck in your
1: mind yeah that's what I'm saying a certain but you still don't like it you even, even though you try do you draw differently
0: Eventually, eventually I'll like it okay you know but it modify it but like you and I'm sure you you're feeling this mm-hmm. uh, you never like your own shit it's part of the plight of being an artist mm-hmm. you know you see all the imperfections in the things you do Oh yeah because you did it.
1: I see the wells that are, yeah. you know, this, I mean, to be honest with mm-hmm. you, some of the bikes, they, because the wells haven't been strong, like I said, uh, they've, you know, I toss them around in the sense that I'll move them from one place to another. Uh, and then something will start to feel loose and uh, I have to go back and I, and I have to put more heat and then make sure. Yeah. So I think I have it down properly now that now building the bigger bikes uh-huh. that I know that they, they're more, they're sturdier. Yes. You know, you could actually pick it up, you could carry it, mm. you know, you could... Move it around easily, yeah. you know?
0: But you see, you're the only one who notices that shit. You're the only one.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Nobody else is going to notice that. Yeah, I'm
1: sure there's it, probably it's stuff. the same thing with your art. Yes. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Even yeah. though you crumple it up, somebody yeah. would have been like, "Oh man, that was awesome! You yeah. should have. Why you sh- did you why yeah. did you smash it up like that? Because like, it sucked. Yeah. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah well, I mean, that's just the way it is. Is like that's just the way. I, here, I'm gonna put this down here. Um,
1: yeah, because, yeah, because you're because you're
0: passionate. Well, about I the don't, word. I don't know if it's passion. Um, maybe it is. I think it's. Uh, I think it's only, I, I think it happens because you're, you're so self-critical, right? Yeah. And, and you're aware of all your mistakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and But nobody else, uh, to the untrained eye, I'm sure it looks wonderful, right?
1: But Some people have told me, you know, that I've heard they're like, I've seen some people, and I'm talking about my own family. Uh-huh. I mean, before the pandemic, when I had built the first two bikes, uh-huh. uh, you know, some people look at it. <laughs> And then other people will be like you, like oh man, you yeah. they're cool, you know. And that's kind of what I'm trying to project. Like, uh-huh. no, know If you look at your bike, it's uh-huh. symmetrical. The parts fit together. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's got a certain style, yeah. a certain look to it. You know, and that, and you could make it better. Mm-hmm. You could you could dremel the whole piece out of it. You could you know. But some of the that kind of like rustic type of look, uh-huh. it's. It looks cool. I mean, some people like it. Some people hate it. Just like that truck that's outside. Some people like that. It's rusty, never open, never painted. It's not the first truck that I have like this. I have a 52 International Harvester. I've had uh, a 40, a 50 Ford F100. They were all stock. You know, three on the tree, that that kind of thing. Uh And they have a certain style. And then you get into... You know, like the rat rot stuff, and so this is kind of the same kind of vibe. You know, when I build them, is you know, for somebody's bar, yeah, somebody's you know spot. Like, I'm I'm not sure where you keep your bike, but I'm sure it's in a place that's going to look cool. You know, I have
0: it in the office, but I'm gonna, I'm trying to find a good spot. I think I'm going to keep it in here.
1: Okay, like
0: I'm going to get a few more pieces. All right. Like maybe maybe not just yours but other pieces too.
1: Get some pieces from, you know, other people, other um, artists that might be coming in.
0: One of the things I wanna do too is, is like I wanna like with this like with this wall, eventually I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna put up a piece of graffiti or something up here okay or something i'm gonna paint something and throw it up there You're like
1: 80 style
0: i'm gonna go like yeah bubble letters and shit yeah yeah
1: those big yeah, yeah. yeah. kind
0: of like with the logo that i have okay. so i'm gonna go with that kind of style and just yeah. throw it up and just be goofy you know uh yeah. nothing nothing super dope you know just something like goofy and fun Okay. Um, but yeah, I wanna I wanna throw I wanna paint a few things and throw it in here because it's pretty okay. plain in here.
1: Well, you actually have the walls for it. I mean, yeah. it's there, you have those nice white walls that you could start putting your, you know.
0: Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's because I'm a fucking crazy person. Um, i I'm, I'm gonna put it on canvas. Yeah. Only because otherwise I just throw it on the wall. But the only reason I'm gonna throw it on canvas is because it'll take me two weeks hmm. before I hate it. Well, yeah. Do you
1: mean? So yeah. you want to change
0: it? Oh, eventually, I'm going to want to change it.
1: Well, that's true. I mean, yeah. why would you paint something permanently where you could remove it? Yeah. You know, change it. So the canvas pieces. Yeah. I mean, so it's just like the the artwork you have here too. Yeah. But-
0: this is these are just posters I picked up at a five dollar place. Okay. But like, I'll throw up. I'll throw up some some canvas stuff. Yeah. And then, uh I'll probably go nuts and keep painting. <laughs> but it's just just like it's just like you know i, I never never. And, and that's I think that's part of the reason why the podcast is so easy, because I don't um, I try to make it as easy as possible for myself. OK, I don't I don't want to like uh, a lot of them I do on Zoom. So with the Zoom, they record. uh if the levels or the sound is off, all that, I don't give a fuck. You know, I, I just smash it together and throw it up. You know, if someone uh, says something or uh, if uh, there's a problem with the microwave, because sometimes the microwave goes off and it inter- interferes with the Wi-Fi, if whatever happens, I'll throw in a, like a DJ scratch in there and then like, then fix it and then move on, you know, and then throw it up. It takes me maybe 30 minutes to finish a podcast, like edit it, you know? Okay.
1: You know, so like- So this piece that, that, that we're talking about, how do you work that out? Like, how do you- like, The
0: podcast yeah, itself? Yeah. Okay. So the editing- So usually I do it on Zoom. We have two computers here right now. So this is going to be a little more work. Yeah. But like on Zoom, like you hit record and it records everybody's audio. Okay. And I could make it so that everybody has their own piece of audio. Yeah. But I said, fuck that shit. You know, like put it all on one track and send it to me. Right. So then once I hit stop and we're done, uh, it, 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 Starts compressing. It starts sending me the video or the audio. Okay. And then it takes about five minutes, depending on how long the episode is. Once I have the audio, man, this drink made me really burpy, but, <laughs> but, um, so then I get the, I get, eventually I get the audio. Right. Yeah. So then once I have the audio, I'll bring it in. If there's any like hiccups, uh, interruptions, uh, if someone, you'll
1: just cut those pieces out.
0: I just cut those pieces out. Yeah. And, uh, I usually throw in, a. Well, I shouldn't say usually. I always throw in a a DJ scratch just so that the people know okay, something happened. Somebody, you know, my kid walked in or something like that. They don't need a bad word. Yeah, someone said, oh, "Oh, not even. Yeah, I swear like crazy.
1: (laughs) You don't use that option. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, um, but yeah, like I just. uh, Yeah, just
1: you're you're able to, I guess, stop, Mm -hmm. you know, and be able to look at all the information you have and then. You know kind of condense it in a sense where it's more enjoyable maybe or
0: well like what i'm doing is um i for me i don't want to spend too much time doing it okay so that's kind of why i let it let zoom kind of take care of it for the most part because otherwise like for example like these here there might be problems with the audio right so like my audio may not be the best your audio may not be the best and i'll have to like Change one, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah, it sounds good. Yeah, make sure that it, you know they work together.
1: Yeah. um How am I doing so far over here?
0: You're, it looks, it looks good. Like I'm looking, I'm looking at the, I've been looking at the wave files here. You look, you look good, but, um cool. but yeah. So like, I, I try not to make it so that it's a lot of work because if it's a lot of work, it's not going to get done. All right? right. Right. So um, just because I just don't have that kind of time. So I've, I've kind of got it down to where the editing part of this is like 30 minutes, right? That's yeah, cool. Um other stuff like the video, I don't know how long it'll take, but we'll see. That that won't be that won't be a problem, I don't think, cuz I think I'm just going to squish it together and then just pop it out. Oh, okay. Um but uh but it's still easier. Like this might take me like the whole like this whole production here yeah. might take me about 2 or 3 hours. Okay. It's still easier. <laughs> and drawing. Yeah.
1: Because
0: cuz wow. yeah, because
1: it seems like you're very analytical all of your work.
0: I that is, is the that problem. Is? I that is the problem cuz I, I I go through this whole emotional thing. Yeah. with with what I'm drawing. Yeah. It's, it's never, never good, good enough, one. right? Yeah. And if I'm doing that myself all the time while I'm drawing or making illustrations or whatever, yeah. it it's going to keep me from drawing. So, um I don't have that problem with this stuff. I say
1: do what you enjoy. If yeah. if, if you enjoy that, uh-huh. if, it, if it's, it sounds the same art with the motorcycle. I mean, yeah. if it gives you some kind of joy, uh-huh. I mean, I stopped for almost a year, you mm-hmm. know, I started up again like two months ago, mm-hmm. you know, and then I went from there and then just, you know, it's the same thing. So what I'm trying to say is, you have to follow your passions. You, yeah. you, you can't let them, if, if you enjoy art, if you enjoy drawing, I'm sure it does something to you. Even though you're critical of it, it does something to you as to you get lost in your work. Uh-huh. You, you enjoy it. And I think it's therapeutic, to be honest with you. I think the work that I'm doing, just like working out is mm-hmm. just trying to stay healthy, doing the artwork. You know, those kind of things are, you know, besides your regular job, you have to try to maintain a balance in your life. You know, there's this uh, book that I'm reading uh, that I just read, and I try to read it over and over again. Uh, And it's basically As a Man Think It. It's called As a Man Think It. And it kind of gives you... uh, This book was written like over 100 years ago. Uh But it's so simple as to the the way that a man should behave, the things that should be in his mind. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that led me to read other books that have to do with how to organize your time. Uh-huh. How do you organize, you know, your your family life, your work life, mm-hmm. uh, your money. How are you making your money and your spiritual life. So there's four different points. Uh-huh. And if you're able to balance them out, you it, it guarantees that you're going to be happy. Oh, really? And you'll be successful. Mm-hmm. Your wife, your relationships with your friends and your family will get better mm-hmm. because you're dividing your, your time up. Hitting those Four different steps You know The spiritual side mm-hmm. The You know the, the doing things With your wife That you need to do As to Do nice things Every day for her yeah. Even though you guys Are in a fight Yeah Make sure that You take care Of your family So that piece of it Would be You know You know Say, say, sending a nice text to her mm-hmm. something nice to her uh, for me, I like to make coffee for my wife in the morning, mm. I make tea for her too, you know, little things like that mm. uh, you know, she's working from home and she needs you know nutrition, food, and take a break and mm-hmm. she sometimes isn't even able, even able to, you know, go to the bathroom because she's yeah. so busy and you know, doing little things for her. Yes. Even though you guys are angry at each other, still do it. Yeah. Uh, take care of yourself physically, what you're eating, mm-hmm. put in your stomach, uh, and the things that you're listening to. You mm-hmm. know, Always feed your brain. You know? yes. So I started not... This is not something... This is more new for the last five years that I started kind of doing a lot of self-help, uh, self-help type of books mm-hmm. uh, and kind of like motivational type of books. And that kind of led me to what I'm doing now Mm -hmm. to be honest with you Uh, and then just trying to figure out a way to be a better person yeah it's all connected it's all connected everything that you do in life us talking Uh I mean I don't believe that it happens by chance sometimes Mm -hmm. it just
0: I find it super interesting that you live three three miles away you know what I'm saying
1: I'm telling you man that was like what it was meant to be man seriously
0: it's fate so but there's there's also like um sure i I think there's a part of that in there um the other thing though too is just like I agree with a lot of things although i I don't know about the happiness part um uh i have i i feel like and uh this is a thought that comes from like stoicism yeah. and also uh, I don't want to quote this guy because he causes a lot of trouble so i'll probably i'm gonna tell you but I'll probably scratch it out. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, but uh, Jordan Peterson, I'm sure you've heard of him. Um, no, I haven't. He's he's one of the he's um what is he? He's a uh, he's he's a professor. He's gotten himself a lot of trouble for um, kind of being uh, a right wing darling, right? Uh, I am not a right winger, just so that, you know. I don't actually kind of I try not to subscribe to anything, but I'm probably a lefty. Um but uh he, one of the things he says is is that uh rather than trying to look for happiness, mm-hmm. you should um dedicate yourself to something mm-hmm. and let that be the driving force for your life. Not that's not exactly the quote, but that's what he says. That's that's kind of one of the things he talks about. I'll I'll look up a video and send it to you, you'll see what I'm talking okay. about. Okay. But the reason he says that is, is that if you're in search of happiness, happiness can be pretty, you know, fleeting because, uh, right now, you know, the, the dancing might make you happy, but eventually you're going to get tired of being happy with dancing. Like dancing is not going to fulfill that anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So then what do you do after that? You're going to go to the next thing and and look for happiness there. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, so then, this becomes like a like you're just chasing this dragon, right? You're chasing the dragon, and, and you're never you're you're just gonna end up feeling empty in the end. Oh, at least according to him.
1: Oh, that's that's what the theory is. So
0: that's the theory, because like you're just chasing happiness. Yeah, you're not chasing a, a goal
1: like fulfillment. I would Yeah, say. Fulfillment, fulfillment. Yes. Yeah.
0: So his 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 thinking is if you dedicate yourself to like saying. Art is your passion and you're going to do whatever it takes to do the art, you know, and you're dedicating yourself to that. There's going to be a lot of pain.
1: Oh, there is. You know,
0: <laughs> especially when your art doesn't sell. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know? I, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, I hope wrong. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong in your no. case. No, been, yes, I yeah. know exactly what you mean. So, yeah.
0: But like, but, but if you dedicate yourself to that thing, then that thing is, 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 is the goal. Happiness isn't. So whether you're sad or happy or upset or angry or whatever emotion, it doesn't matter because the goal is still set, right? That thing, that goal is still the thing that drives that drives you, that, we, that wakes you up in the morning. And you got to go fulfill it no matter how much it sucks, you know, no matter how upset it makes you or how happy you are at that moment. It doesn't matter because the goal is what matters.
1: Um, I, I don't know. Huh? No, I was. I want to say that that's. I could understand that. I mean, yeah. I could see how that. Yeah.
0: yeah, I'm not sure. It's. um I don't know if 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 I subscribe to that idea completely. I like the idea only because then it's just like I don't have to worry about being happy, just worry about doing the thing right. Um, they're like one of my goals is I want to be a black belt in jujitsu. Right now I'm a purple belt. That's like halfway. Right? Okay can't really practice jiu-jitsu right now in the pandemic right you know uh it's it's like grappling it's wrestling right so it's yeah. just like your close quarters you know i don't want to i don't want to be breathing on right and it sucks like sometimes somebody gets on top of you and they smash you and you can't breathe but you know that being comfortable isn't isn't the goal the comfortable the, the the goal is getting the black belt yeah so um Will I be happy once I have the black belt? I don't know, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But at least I'll have a black belt.
1: And you'll be happy. I don't know if I'll be happy. You don't think so? I don't After know. After all that work,
0: I don't. I don't know if I'll be happy because it's not about being happy. But it's
1: it's about having an accomplishment. Yes, it's, uh, I'll have the goal. Something. I'll have. So the goal. maybe we're saying the same thing, or maybe we're saying it, mm. or I'm saying it differently. Yeah. But when I think, like, there's certain. Like the motorcycles, I, I would have never mm-hmm. even thought about putting that together, mm-hmm. you know, past last year. Yes. Right. I wasn't even, I was thinking about maybe possibly just learning how to, that's why, you know, the picture of my truck. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to basically build a truck uh, very cheaply mm-hmm. that I could drive around. Yes. Like it, it wasn't, it was, it wasn't ever meant to be a short uh show truck was never meant to be so that unfinished look yeah right? like it's barely i mean you just some people they look at it and they just i can't believe that thing's still running and it runs so smooth it's a four-cylinder five-speed uh-huh you know it's not super comfortable it's a pickup truck it's, <laughs> yeah it's a pickup truck frame you know but still i mean yeah
0: dude I, I am not surprised knowing you from high school that that's what you drive and that's what you like driving can you have something better i'm, I'm sure you can
1: yeah, You do have a nicer car. Yeah, but you like driving that thing. I like driving that thing. and I love I, it. I love it. I, you know, and it's just, it's just fun to do uh-huh. now, you know, obviously, but I, I just sold my 2006, my 2006 Dodge Ram uh-huh. to get something a little bit more updated. Uh-huh. I'm thinking about maybe like, maybe like a, I was thinking like a, like an older Land Cruiser, maybe uh-huh. like a. 2008, 2009, kind of Overland style. But you're happy the,
0: driving. You're driving you do oh, every yeah, day yeah. is going to be in, oh, that, in that, that thing fun. out there.
1: That is a fun job to drive. <laughs> I, I like it. people looking around like, oh, uh-huh. man, like, you know, people taking pictures of it. Uh-huh. I'll park somewhere, you uh-huh. know, and, I, you know, I'm out and, and I can see people kind of getting close. Do you know, it's, it's crazy
0: because it looks like something that, that traveled through time from the past.
1: It looks like a very, like uh, there's a movie, uh-huh. Now that you're into movies, you know, like yeah. part of your podcast, but it's a, like this, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a big giant truck that follows and I guess runs people off the road and, and it kills them. And it's a whole truck just like this. <laughs> and it's exactly the same, you know, I've had somebody yeah. send me like a picture. It's yeah. just like this truck. I'm like, yeah, it kind of does. Like, it's <laughs> like a 40s kind of crazy coming at the road, you know, coming at you. So yeah, it's kind of creepy looking. I don't yeah. think it's creepy. I think it's dope as fuck. <laughs> I don't... think so? No, I, I love it. I love
0: yeah. it. And I love that you drive that thing. That's I love smart. it. Because you, you are definitely the cat that drives that thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like I am not surprised. You are that guy. You've, you, you, you've always been this character. You know, this, this, this tough guy character. And the, in my head, that's what the tough guy drives. <laughs> I you guess know? he does, right? Yeah, yeah. Does, right? But it's crazy because you're not just a tough guy you're also like this smart dude right this, this guy with a degree this guy with a philosophy degree all that shit that's yeah. fucking dope bro
1: thank you well you know it's it's just just never you know my mom never said never never give up on school mm. always keep going to school get educated and she was a driving force I mean you just said you know I got two masters mm. you know one in instructional leadership oh wow administration you know to be mm. the principal and then the other one was for you know education you have two masters I have two masters Fucking bastard.
0: How do you have that kind of time to like get all that education? Different
1: programs. During mm-hmm. Clinton, I got into a program that was sponsored at UIC. And basically that it was, a. I think I paid, I can't remember how much the whole program was, but I paid a good, you know, stipend. You know, mm-hmm. I was given a stipend and then I had to pay the other half of it, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. This is during Bill Clinton's administration. And I was able to get in, you know, into the university, I filled out all the application and I, I submitted and I was able to get in. And then that's how I got my teaching one. And the other one I did pay for that one, that was at governor state. And that one was, you know, I don't know, maybe like 12, 12, 15 years ago when I got it for the type 75.
0: So, so what's next for you? So what do you, so, I mean, I, I, I can guess what the with the what the dream would be right it'd be like you making this art, yeah, living off the art, being dope, you know,
1: I hope so, I mean, but definitely. like
0: like uh once the pandemic's over,
1: yeah, and soon hopefully
0: what what do you what do you think will happen what do you what do you think you need to do
1: I'm actually doing it right now, but mm-hmm. I just have to do more of it, mm-hmm. so obviously try to promote you know go to I know sometimes they have like a lot of bike events that you could go to that like the similar type of style mm-hmm. uh, figuring out a way how i could project this to the public and mm-hmm. then like you and i talked about maybe somehow having some kind of a platform that i could share this mm-hmm. you know using you know technology you know uh-huh. and you know Looking at the bikes and then coming up with, you know, how much I believe they're maybe worth, maybe Uh having them evaluated and that sort of thing. And then, you know, again, give back, you know, to to organizations too. I mean, Mm -hmm. it, it isn't just about me. So I think all this has to do with... You know, giving back to mm. part of it, but yeah, I do want to be successful. I want to sell my bikes. Mm. I wish they become super expensive. You
0: know, <laughs> that I go to you know one million dollars for this yeah, bike right here. <laughs> ban, you know, traveling
1: the world with my mm-hmm. heart, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. You know, yeah, uh, that's what I hope. I mean, I hope well that well, it brings people happiness. One
0: thing, one thing. I and this is not me telling you what to do, sure. but like like I said to you before. Um, Having, having seen Jimmy Smith mm-hmm. in LA law had an impact on me okay. to the point where it was just like, I don't have to be a guy who lugs boxes. I might be able to be a lawyer, for example, not that I'm a lawyer, but right. you know, but like I have options. Right. I think it's super important for you to, especially with your background and education mm-hmm. to be in front of kids. Oh, for sure you know so I don't know what you what you plan on doing mm-hmm. but I would hope it, that you have some kind of influence that, that you could put yourself in front of kids so they could yeah. see a man like yourself yeah because you are the Mexican <laughs> father's warrant I guess I am you are you know you are the tough smart guy <laughs> you know and with the education and all that stuff yeah. it's I think it would be important for you and it would be a big loss yeah for people in the Latino com- community yeah. Not to see you uh, In front of their kids
1: Right So I mean That's something that's uh, That I'm thinking about Going back into education Again I'm completely Out of it now Yeah uh, But it's it's still Like I told you At the beginning of the podcast It's mm-hmm. something that I As a teacher Been all my life uh-huh. uh, And I do enjoy I think kids Or adults Or anybody for that matter mm-hmm. You know This is Not only for the younger generation Or even our, Like our generation Yeah You could still You, you never stop growing You never start you, you never stop, you know, trying to do something different. Like, mm. that's, that's part of humanity, I feel, yeah. personally, that you're always trying to, you know, I guess some people don't necessarily take it as, as that. But the way that I see life is, you know, you stop learning the day you die. Yeah. You know, and you have to keep going. Mm. And it's, like you said, a lot of work a lot of time being dedicated mm-hmm. sometimes you know your family might not understand like yeah. well, why are you doing it you know yeah. it's, you know and it's a passion and some mm-hmm. people will will say you know you're doing a bad some people want you to fail oh yeah some people want you to fail but some people want you to succeed well so, some some
0: people don't understand um that there's something else that you can do right they 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 only know one thing yeah. right and they don't know You know, like my my parents, they, again, going back to them and not knocking them, but I mean, my mom has a, you know, she, I guess they go up to sixth grade in, in, uh, in Mexico. Yeah. That's all the education she has. Grammar school. Yeah. Yeah. She, she has grammar school education. They they came here, they got their GED or whatever, but that's what they have. That's what they know. Yeah. They don't know that you can get a bachelor's. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they know. But they don't know how real that can be how 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 possible that is, right you know and so um it, it's one of the reasons why I say that you know having a person like yourself mm-hmm. in front of kids is important like yeah. you should you should put yourself in front of them and and and, I'm, and and I know it, it sounds like you are like you're going back it's like you're not just going to do this, but that you're also going to do um, right. instruct or teaching and stuff
1: right, so I might go back, I'm thinking into the classroom, that's mm-hmm. one of the you know. One of the things that I plan to do,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, not necessarily, I'm like you said, venturing out into other, you know, and I'm able to do it. Thank you, you know, to my wife. Thank you to my family that they actually support mm-hmm. what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, and at the same time, like you said, yes, it is, you know, for everyone, especially right now during the pandemic. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's difficult. Mm-hmm. It's tough. But we want to make sure that, that we stay positive. I mean, mm-hmm. even though all of this has happened, you know. Uh, with the pandemic and other you know things that are happening you know in our country politically and also you know shootings and things like that yeah you know we have I believe that the power of putting hard work into something and being positive is going to that's the only way that you're gonna be happy mm-hmm. happy is kind of in a different kind of happy you could be sweating working super hard doing something and you could still be happy yes, it could be painful. It could be one of the most bad experiences and you could turn it around. There's this guy named Richard Goggins. He does triathlons and yes. he runs. I read his books early on and I started to, he's around our age. Yes. And I started understanding through his suffering, you know, when he was younger and things like that and how he actually, you know, changed his life around and how he became this motivational type person. Yeah. And and may, and maybe I would like to do that maybe one day mm-hmm. to motivate Younger, you know, the younger generation mm-hmm. and also people that are in, around our age that, you know, are maybe at some point thought they wanted to do something mm-hmm. and took a risk because you're throwing yourself out there. Like me doing this, I'm throwing myself out there. Yeah. I'm showing you, I'm vulnerable right now. Yeah. I'm showing you this. You're looking at my... And some people are going to say, garbage. i yeah. toss it and, t- and, and other people say, wow, this, this is amazing. Yeah. So I have to find those amazing people yeah. that are going to feel like, wow, you yeah. know, and, th- and that's, that's my... It's
0: it's rough, man. Cause especially with the with the internet, bro, people will roast you for whatever. I understand. I understand. And but but you know, it's just like, you know, some people they don't even know what they're doing, right? They just they're anonymous. It's like you're driving down the expressway and they throw you the finger, right? And, and it's just like You don't know
1: anything about that That person does not know Anything about you No, no
0: You don't know what's going on With yeah. that person Maybe he had a shitty day Yeah It doesn't But you know it's, exactly. it's 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 But it's the same thing Right And so they cut you off Or you cut them off Or they think you cut them off And, and they lose their mind And they throw the finger And they swear at you Right But if they're in front of you They would never do that shit Right Right and, and it's just the same kind of thing Man The internet is is the fucking is the highway Right Yeah And so like You can't let that Shit yeah. bother you.
1: I always try to always not to read, I mean, negative comments, try to avoid most of that. Mm. But I mean, they're talking about your work, and mm. David G- Ganges talks about that in mm. in his book, too. Yeah. Uh, and he talks about how, you know, he, I guess, in, I remember one of the last chapters that he's doing chin ups because he did this cup, how many yeah. chin ups he could do. And he had, you know, comments that were made on, you know his body structure was too weird. <laughs> he wasn't able to go as yeah. many. You know, and yeah. there were people already. You know, talking shit, talking about yeah, when yeah. he was going to give up. Oh, well, he's yeah. going to, you know, give up. And I'm not exactly sure how many, how many he was supposed to do. But he, he, I guess he was able to make the record back then. Mm. I don't remember exactly what it was. But long story short, is you know he had he took that information in and, and he still processed it because he had to. Yeah. But it was painful for them in social media to. You know, put them, you know, he he's out there and they're making these comments, but yeah. at the same time they're kind of true. Yeah. Like he sees that wait a minute, it is kind of so he used that as fuel to prepare because he failed the first attempt, mm. then he did it again and he was able to actually do it. You know, um preparation.
0: Yes. One of the things that I do sometimes is um I take uh if someone makes comments about an image I I make mm-hmm. and they say something, I I don't pay attention to it unless I see the same comment. Multiple times? Multiple times. Oh, okay. Because then there means there is something wrong with the comment. There is something wrong, right? Like with the thing. So like, oh, uh, his head looks too fat. He looks like a marshmallow. And then somebody else says, no, he looks like a strawberry or whatever. You know, like if they keep making comments about the size of the head, then maybe there is something wrong with the size of the head. So I'll go back and look at it and I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe there is something wrong with it. Right. And sometimes, sometimes there is, Right. Sometimes they're just being assholes.
1: You know? I Maybe mean, it's just part yeah. of the the design that you came up with, yeah. and, and I'm sure other people yeah. will comment differently. They'll yeah. say, "Wait a minute,
3: yeah,
1: that's perfect. I like the way that it looks." Yeah. I mean, the same thing with the art. It's the same thing. It's yeah. art. It's your art. It's your soul that mm-hmm. you put into it. Yeah, and people are not gonna like. It. So, no, so nobody, especially people that yeah. don't like that type of art, I nobody's that, gonna like everything, right? right? They're not gonna right. like that. That a lot of people, like I told you earlier, they they just. No,
0: forget it. Yeah, but if they make multiple multiple comments about the thing, you'll, you'll take it into consideration. I'll take it into consideration. Yeah, like I'll think about it, and then maybe I'll do something. But if it's just one guy saying nonsense, I'm just yeah, yeah I block him. <laughs> <Exactly>. That's <laughs> fuck I'm you. Man. <laughs> like, hey, boy, I hey, fuck.
1: Now. Yeah, there you go, oh, yeah. vengeance. <laughs> yeah, that's how we should be. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm still, you know, that's why when you said that you kind of walked away from uh, your art. Uh huh. I didn't walk away. Or you I'm took just some time off of it. I'm stalling. You're, you're on mute right now. You're still <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I'm paused, paused, yeah. waiting. But still, I mean, don't don't give it up. You know, no. obviously, I'm sure you're still gonna, yeah. You know, share it. I think something too is mm-hmm. what I've, for shot, I, I know that you do because this is part mm-hmm. of what you're doing. Uh, is you know, and you know. You're supposed to share. People like to, yes. to see things that you might not think, like you said, your art's kind of weird, mm-hmm. but some people somewhere in the world uh-huh. is gonna wow, that's amazing.
0: Well, my my thoughts on that is it's not art until someone sees it. Okay. You needs to be seen for it to be art. If it's just if it's just you holding on to it, yeah, that's just self gratification, brother. It's you true. Know, you have to know, share you, the love. You have to share it. You yeah. have to have to some someone's gotta say they love it or hate it. But it's got to be out there.
1: Hopefully it gets better and better and better. Mm -hmm. As I think my bikes are getting better and better because I started off still kind of sticking them together and kind of like the pieces that I made, like the hands and Uh that that sort of just experimenting how far I could take it or how I could twist it or turn it or do what I can with it. And I think that's what you want to do. You want to perfect to some degree Mm -hmm. or not that perfect. As I told you, when you came to pick up and look, you could maybe do this with it. Uh-huh. You could use penetral liquid. I was going to varnish the little piece. I was going to do uh-huh. all these different things to it. Uh-huh. Again, how much time am I investing in it? Yeah. Should I keep on going? Should I, should I stop here? Yeah. But to me, that bike looks, like I said, my son's idea uh-huh. was to put that little arrow and my pieces are interactive. You could take them off and on. Uh-huh. They have vintage piece. Like I said earlier, for the most part, I'll try to put a, a vintage piece into it from a, either from a car or from anything.
0: You see, here's the problem with, Mm-hmm. With me and this piece here. Yeah. I want to shine it up. Mm-hmm. And, like, make it all shiny. But then if I make it all shiny, I'm afraid I'm going to ruin it. <laughs>
1: you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what? So, what?
0: So, so now I don't, like, I'm I'm conflicted. Because yeah. I'm like,
1: what if this looks better if it's shiny?
0: It would look better. Like, that
1: little buggy, that was really shiny. Really?
0: That one was, that is dope. But, like, I'm afraid to. I'm afraid to because Got it's right. not... Because first of all, uh, first of all, about it, what yeah. I what
1: I could do something for you, sorry uh-huh. to talk to you, I could experiment with the ones that I have. Uh-huh. I have some bikes that I put together that aren't up uh-huh. to par, uh-huh. and I have a CLR that I've I've been thinking about trying to do. Uh-huh. But some of it, what ends up happening, now this is my fear. Uh-huh. If I go too shiny, you're gonna take the kind of like the rugged,
3: uh-huh.
1: authentic kind of look. Uh-huh. It's gonna kind of come away. Uh-huh. But I could see that if I could make it cleaner yeah because most some of the art pieces that i saw Uh were you know they use brand new steel Uh they use brand new and obviously if you're burning these kind of when you're welding this kind of metal Uh you have to go really high especially if it's got a lot of imperfections and it's not it's Uh got to be really clean uh especially it's got some rust on it you have to turn it up Mm -hmm. so that it can melt yeah right so with all that you know it's going to take away if I clean all that off, it's, it might not look as, as authentic. Yeah. You know? So that's the, that's the
0: other thing too. Like I like the way it looks. Mm -hmm. I want to shine it, but I don't want to, like, I don't know what to do with it. And I I just like, you know what? He gave it to me like that. I'm just going to leave it the fuck alone. Right. Because um, if I start fucking with it, it's not, it's not your vision anymore.
1: No, right. it's your bike, though. It, you could do whatever. You could yeah, develop it. Yeah, but or, it's it's
0: not... It's at least from me, from my perspective, one artist, to another. I'm sure it doesn't, right? It doesn't.
1: It's You bought it first. It's, it's yours, right? <laughs> yeah. I get it. I, I totally do, get but it. But still, I mean, yeah. I mean, because I contemplated what that took. Yeah. That's why some of those pieces are newer, like that PVC valves. Uh-huh. Those are new pieces. That little spring is new. Mm-hmm. I got for at harder freight, I think I got it.
0: Because look, one of the things I think about yeah. is, is like like at least for this piece yeah like I love the imperfection of these welds right
1: yeah
0: if I clean this motherfucker up yeah and I make it all silver and shiny this is not gonna look like it belongs anymore
1: but you could actually you could actually with a drama piece Uh you could make it look you could make it look smaller Mm -hmm. so this welding would kind of blend in into the, into the nail and into the tire, it, it will look a lot more smoother. I think I'm going to leave it alone. And just
0: just because now, now it's not your piece anymore.
1: If you want to respect the artist, like as I'm sure that you, compared to the work that you're saying, and uh. what you sing, I don't see the things like, I don't see it as much as the way that you see it. Yeah. I see it as if you can make it nice in the sense that you're going to enjoy the piece better. Uh-huh. Put your hands on it. I mean,
0: I mean, it's it's the difference between like it. It would be like if I bought a painting, yeah, and I just put it in a new frame, right? That's one way, right? But now I'm not putting a new frame on this anymore. Mm -hmm. I'm if I'm if I'm changing this weld, I'm now adding to the painting. You know, I'm 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 taking the. uh, uh, a Monet for example not that this is Monet but I but I am taking piece. I'm taking this beautiful art piece yeah. and now I'm I'm going to put my fucking stink on it you know like no you know so
1: what I'm going to say... yeah and you I'm going to leave it alone that's fine like I said I could experiment with my bikes mm-hmm. and I could show you and we could actually try maybe mm-hmm. a piece like if you really if you really want to do it we could try like the wheels mm-hmm. maybe and then maybe there's a chemical that you could paint on there that's going to make give it that like you said, like that buggy, like that buggy, mm-hmm. that's really shiny. That one I actually did it with the Dremel. It yeah. took me a long time because the the actual welding wire that I was using yeah. was mm-hmm. it's basically it's basically arc welding. Uh-huh. So it has no shield, you know, it just shoots and it and it bursts, but it does a lot of a lot of splatter. Okay. So with all that splattering, mm-hmm. you don't see it as much with this kind of welding, which mm-hmm. make the best one to do is TIG. I just don't have the actual tool. It's a different kind of spool gun. Mm-hmm. And there's different, I guess it's like a trigger. And also the gas you could manipulate in with your feet. That was more detailed. Uh-huh. And that will leave it super clean. Like that bike that I told you about that uh, Tommy has. Uh, back of the tank looks like that. So, yeah. I mean, we could experiment. If you don't have to do anything to it, if you like it that way. I could do it on my other bikes just to see, like I had told you before, I still want to mm-hmm. perfect it more or change it more. And the, you know art's evolving sometimes, yeah. yeah, so that's the way that I see it now
0: yeah art art does evolve uh on i mean there's people who take years to to finish stuff, yeah. but um I'm not gonna fuck with it i there, i have Fine. there's there's the there's the i i just mentioned it because i i feel like like there are parts of it that I want to clean it up, but then if I clean it up it's you know, like again like this this nail is another example of this you and know I, if if i good. clean if I clean this nail up Will it look good, cleaned?
1: And I actually I like it like, like this. Yeah, and I, I actually cleaned it with a disc, uh-huh. with a like a flap disc, uh-huh. and it it actually that's as clean as it got. It was a lot worse, uh-huh. but I decided to leave it like that. My next piece too is to do is maybe stick everything inside like uh, uh, vinegar, uh-huh. like uh, oh, and see if the rust and stuff will come right, off. And then and then I could actually you know. Cause to be honest with you, there there isn't that much planning that goes in as I just start building it right there and then. Yeah. And I said, like I said before, I start going to different bins and I start putting videos that I've seen YouTube. I mean, this isn't hundred percent mine. The design is mine, uh-huh. but I've seen other other people on YouTube that started building them. Like somewhere, like in Europe, there's this guy that does all stainless steel. These beautiful, you know, pieces of artwork. Uh-huh. And I I don't just want to do bikes. I want to do other things too. I want yeah. to start to. You know, and if anybody's out there in your audience that you know, I would like to work with you if you're an artist or mm-hmm. if you you need you know any kind of welding work done. You know, let me know. And then that's what I'm doing right now. Uh-huh. So I'm actually learning that too. And you know, I'm I'm willing to learn and I'm willing to uh, to you know teach others to what I know. And mm-hmm. I think that's what life is about. Yeah. The day you die, yeah, you know, and you have to keep on going and you keep on learning. And at, you know, close to fifty years old on, on the planet and now. You know, I started doing this. And, you know, I know the sky's the limit, man. I mean, yeah. you could, you could, you have to keep on going with the momentum. Hopefully, I get enough momentum with the bikes that I could, you know, keep on doing it and keep on doing it. And it, you know, produces, you know, resources for my family. You yeah. Know? And, yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Like, it'd be great if you could sustain yourself just doing the bikes.
1: Because that, it's something that, you see, I think that that's part of being happy is when you zone out mm. and, you're working on, on something that you're passionate about. I mean, what I've heard and what I do believe is if you do that, I mean, teaching, uh, being an educator, that filled a big hole that I had for years. I mean, I knew when mm-hmm. I was young that I wanted to teach. Mm-hmm. I was doing missionary work when I was in college at, at Niles College. Yeah. And we went into a village up in the mountains away from. In the mountains. Bro. In the mountains of one <laughs> summer. Wow. There was a whole bunch of us from, from even from uh, from Niles and from. From From Quigley. Uh, Quigley. You know the passion came out and I was in a village and the classroom teacher kindergarten she just kind of walked me in we got a you know somebody that, that that's gonna teach you English she invited me on the street as I was walking back to where we were staying and she said why, why don't you come to my class and you know teach uh English. like some some English and wow. I was a young 17 18 year old kid and I was like well I don't know and she said just whatever just come mm-hmm. come you know at this time I remember when she told me the following day and I I couldn't fall asleep. I was kind of nervous about what I was going to do. And I wrote a couple of notes down and, you know, she said, okay, so what are you going to teach the class? And uh-huh. had all the kids were in front of me sitting down and I started the ABCs and I started counting and with them and they got a kick out of it and they uh-huh. enjoyed it so much. And, and then I say, you know, I can see myself doing this. Yeah. Plus I get the summers off, uh-huh. you know, and I get to do other things that I like doing, even though for a good 10 years of my, you know, teaching career, I never, I always work summer school. Mm. Yeah. So I always, you know, <laughs> even though I was supposedly to going to take a break, I never took a break. I oh, then nice. it evolved into administration and, uh-huh. and that sort of thing. So you have to be passionate when you do that kind uh-huh. of work too. So
0: I, yeah. I, um, I, I, I teach jujitsu for kids every now and, Well, I also teach the adults. It's fun teaching the kids. It, it can be rough though, man. It's rough, it, you know, big, big, early kids. Well, no, well, I mean, I get a little, they're all like the ones I was teaching, they were all like, you know, eight years old and under. Okay. And, uh, man, dude, um, 45 minutes, 50 minutes, I think the class was. It's rough, man. It's like, you know, to get yeah. them to pay attention, to Your do attention the thing, Spanish short. yeah, right.
1: Like, you and have to always be on top of them. It's the, yeah. that's what the, the, the dynamics of teaching is that yeah. each mind is like a different you know each child is differently mm-hmm. all children are intelligent yeah. all children I don't care and you could always be developed to be better mm-hmm. so that that's always like you have one person that might think a certain way if you have 15 or 20 mm-hmm. or in my case maybe 30 or 32 kids in a classroom yeah. there's a whole different dynamic I mean being a teacher is one of the hardest mm-hmm. at the same time one of the most fulfilling Gratifying. jobs yeah. just like you do with your jiu with your kids Um I'm sure that at the end of certain you know length of time, uh-huh. you get connected with the kids. Mm-hmm. Like again, they like you're talking about. They respect you because you're teaching them something. Mm-hmm. They look at you for for guidance, and that that's kind of selfish in a way for you. But it feels good. It feels good.
0: It does. it does really feel good. Like um, it was very gratifying. And one day, like because um, when I when we started, it was a couple years ago, um, and I came home. And I told my wife, like I was talking about teaching the kids and blah blah blah, and she's like, "You're really excited about this?" So this is like, and I said, "Yeah." <laughs> you know, you I thought you never got into education
1: then. Uh,
0: yeah, it yeah. wasn't anything really that I wanted to do, though. Do
1: I, you want to more like instruct children instead of teaching them? I, it like, wasn't.
0: It, it, it's well, first of all, I'm not the smartest cat when it comes to academics. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm horrible at math. I,
1: I wasn't either. You know.
0: And you
1: don't have to be. <laughs> that doesn't give me no, much. All you have to do is prepare. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Once you once yeah. you prepare, it uh. it goes on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And I mean, obviously you have to feed it, so you have to mm-hmm. add new things, but it's just it's just like anything. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just like jujitsu. Mm-hmm. Step by step by step. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you have certain steps you have to follow. Yes. The same thing you do, you know, with education. You start following certain steps as to how to deliver it, how to prepare. Mm. And then the next year, if you're in the same grade level, which does happen sometimes, uh, you already have a bank of information from the year before and you just build on it. So I used to sit down like, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh I would sit down the actual material that we're using. I would get to school early and I would go over all the math because I'm also math challenge to something, <laughs> and I practiced what problems I was going to put up on the board mm. to make sure that they got them right. That I wasn't in a situation where I couldn't explain something, Yeah, you know, and if I couldn't understand something in a sense that, uh, I would, you know, if a certain child had difficulties with mm. a certain problem, I would get to them later. I would say, you know what, I'll get, this. so I had small groups that I would sit down with mm-hmm. and do more like a tutoring as the other, you know, students, mm-hmm. you know, work. And instructed them more on a, like a, in a small group setting. And that also helps. Mm -hmm. So there's always little tricks. So then by the next year, Uh I taught the same class. And then after that, you have what you already, you know, save all the information Mm -hmm. you had, you know, keep it on a file. And then, you know, it's all dated, go back, modify it, add it. And then it's so, so much quicker. So you, but you, just like any kind of work, you have the front loader. Yes. You have to front load everything. You have to organize. You have to prepare. And then the more you organize, the more you prepare, the better your lessons are. The quicker, the more fun the kids have. And they know. I mean, you know, kids know. Kids know when you're saying the truth, when you're lying. They know when you're full of it. Yes. They will read you like this. Yes. So you have to always be on your toes. You have to always make the lessons interesting. Mm -hmm. You have to always make sure that they... uh, that they're engaged. You yes. want to keep them engaged. You want to switch it up. Mm-hmm. You want to do a little bit of this during math. You want to do, you know, you want to go into centers and then break out and then do one-on-ones and then, you know, maybe do a, like a little assessment piece in it. So you have, you have to, you know, make it all understandable in the sense that they are able to process it and they're able to learn. And But yeah.
0: One I mean. of the tricks I picked up, uh, and this is not mine. Uh, this is something I picked up from, uh, the Gracie's is just like, um, You're showing a kid how to do a move. And they're never going to do it right, especially if it's the first time, right? So as they're doing it, you grab their arms or their legs and you put them in the position that they're supposed to be in.
1: Oh, you're helping them. Yeah, you're
0: helping them. them. So So like, for example, if they need to turn their body and they're not turning all the way, you grab their arm and leg and then turn them around and put them in the position that they need to be so that, one, they know what the position feels like, right? And then, two... When you put them in that position, you say, oh, perfect. This is perfect. Because now you're you're, you're giving them that that, um, positive reinforcement. Right. So now they think they did the move and they they think they did the move themselves and they're getting positive reinforcement for being in that position.
1: It's called, uh, there's a certain terminology for what what, what you're- What I'm talking about? Yeah, it's called- uh, total physical response. Okay. It's scientifically proven that you, that you're basically guiding them Uh and you're affirming, this is how it feels to be in this position, in the proper position. Perfect. And they start fitting into that, Mm -hmm. into that, you know, my son did martial arts right before the pandemic too. Maybe he got up to, can't remember what belt it was, but he got close to the end. Uh Uh, and it's, you know, everything's about position. When you throw a punch, Uh the way your fingers are supposed to be to your body. So there's not a, a lot of repetition to be in the right position. Yes. And why is that? Well, you know, if you're too further up in the front, you lose your balance. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to have your balance all the time. And then the same thing for you. I'm assuming, I don't know that much about jujitsu, just Mm -hmm. what I've seen on, you know, on, you know, mixed martial arts, but, uh, there's a certain way that your body has to be in order for you to, uh, Be able to either take down somebody or be able to perform the submission, right, or or do a submission or do something that that that's their body's not used to being there. Yeah, same thing with their mind. I mean, it's it's all connected. Same thing in the classroom. Mm. And you you know you have kids that are like us, maybe not good at math, yeah, or a little bit nervous, and and you have to bring down their. It's called the effective filter. Okay, there's another you know theory that I remember Jim Cummings. I think it's an educator. I believe he's the one that came up with the theory, but it basically you, you're supposed to lower the person's anxiety. Okay. When they're learning a brand new language. Okay. In order for them to start to develop. Cause when you're learning a brand new language, I don't care what language it is. Uh-huh. There's usually a moment of silence. Where uh-huh. You're just quiet and you're kind of mute and you're just taking all the information in. Uh-huh. And then there's a, then there's another phase where you start talking uh-huh. and then you start to make connections. And there's a lot of, kind of confusion during that time first. And then you go into another stage. So there's all these different listening, speaking, reading and writing skills that start to develop Mm -hmm. in a child's brain. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing happens with, with jujitsu. Yeah. I I feel physical activities. Right. So the total physical response is, you know, getting them to be in a certain position. I'm thinking and they become used to it and comfortable. Yeah. It.
0: But knowing that, that that position's right.
1: And is the correct way yeah. in order for you to do that submission. Or yeah. Because that. That if correct. it's not in that position, mm-hmm. you risk maybe getting, you know, put be put in a headlock and maybe yeah. something else. Losing gonna, the position. Yeah, exactly. going to the bottom or something.
0: Yeah. So, like, that's something that I learned from the Gracies. And I've been using it everywhere. Not just, not just in jujitsu, but, like, with my kids, when they're reading, whatever. If they do something correct, perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. Good job. Perfect. You know, like, yeah. I throw that everywhere. And uh, it's- A little bit I, of your
1: enforcement, as you're saying. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah.
0: But like, uh, but I, now I, you explained it a little more to me. It makes sense because there is a little anxiety, right? With anything. With anything. Anything right?
1: that, uh, that you're learning, you know, sometimes it helps you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it blocks you. Yeah. especially with with the language you know you you're put on the spot mm. so it's you know I I remember back in the early 80s I mean I was born in Chicago but we went to Mexico when I was a kid mm. I know it was second or third grade and I came back and I entered sixth grade here in Chicago and I remember that I went through that phase even though I had already learned English mm-hmm. got in first grade but then it was all Spanish and I, I remember I even forgot how to say elephant somebody was asking me hey how do you say elephant in Spanish and I remember I was a kid it was it must have been like maybe like ten or eleven and, and I have forgot how to say elephant elefant. in Spanish. Really? In, in sorry, backwards. Oh, in English. English. Right. Okay. So they were they were asking me, mm-hmm. you know, how do you say elephant? Como, dice elefante en inglés? How do you say yeah. elephant in English? And, like, and
0: you're like, uh, what? Yeah,
1: <laughs> I completely forgot how to say elephant. But then I came back and I just picked, I just picked it up. I was quiet. Mm-hmm. Didn't talk that much. And some people have longer periods of time where they, you know, get their English, their new language that's coming in. Uh, And some people, right away, I had some students that I could, that I could remember. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this girl, I kid you not, learned English, how to speak it in close to less than a year. But she she had formal education in Mexico. Like she went to, I think she was in Mexico City. Mm -hmm. She was going to a private school. She she was getting tutoring. So she probably already knew how to, you know, from what she brought back in. Mm -hmm. Most of the kids that in this, in inner city like us that we as my you know that are you know second generation mm-hmm. coming in like depending on what part you came from mm-hmm. if you're off from the country if your family comes from the country they usually have less education like yes. my mom went only to third grade in mexico oh, and wow. she had to work the fields mm-hmm. and her sister that was a little younger than her she was able to go all the way to La Prepa, which is like sixth grade, oh wow, and then all the younger ones they when they came over here, mm-hmm. the like my aunts and uncles, they ended up going to high school because they had come here to america and anybody everybody behind and my mom still has that she wanted to go to school, mm-hmm. but you know she she couldn't yeah. they, they had to they had to work the fields, yeah, so my mom didn't get that formal education, her younger sister uh and you know, all the younger kids that came, you know, three or four kids before, they were able to get more of a formal education. Mm. The older ones, my and my uncles that are, you know, in the, in, in their 80s now, they had absolutely no education at all. And I didn't even be able to write, you know, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it's so, it's yeah.
0: my mom has the same thing about the education. It's funny that you say that because she says that every now and then. Oh, I had the opportunity to go to some high school in the city. Because you know my mom's from Durango, okay, and she's like I could have gone to Durango City, and I could have like you know
1: my mom talks the same way, yeah, and
0: she's like I could have done this, and I could have been, I could have been, um, it's not too a late. designer, <laughs> yeah. yeah, but my you know I couldn't go because uh, my mother or my father we didn't have money or something I can't remember what the 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 reason was. So you have
1: art in your family too, so yeah. you get it from who? For your mom or your dad? probably my mom, your mom,
0: yeah, my dad can't draw.
1: <laughs> okay, so you get it from that. Yeah. At an at our early age, were you able to to have things, or did it develop over time? No,
0: early age. Yeah. Like I always I'm, drew. I yeah. I always drew. I always did shit. You know. Yeah. But um, um, but it it just uh you know, it, it wasn't until I got into college that I was like, oh, you know, I want to go do this. You know, so I went to college. I went to get a film degree. I got a film and animation degree. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I just kept drawing since then. Uh, I, I went to LA there in the last podcast, I told this story already, but the last podcast I went to LA and, and I, uh, I attempted at, you know, having a animation career didn't work out.
1: (laughs) It was. But you're still going, man. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, like it's, um, it's, it's, it, it, it does, it is gratifying. And when I do it, it does feel good, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I I kid about the torturous nature of it. There is, don't get me wrong, there is uh, torture in it, but it's not. It's 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 a maybe I'm a masochist. I don't know. Maybe there's, but there's it's it's it it does feel good to to finish something, right? When I get to a finished piece, it's rare that I finish something and that I like it you know and when I actually do accomplish that and I say damn I did a good job here uh, that's what I live for right it happens rarely Uh, I draw I still I draw all the time I scribble all the time good you know Um, but I don't have anything finished is my problem right Uh, I've I've I have a little idea journal that I sketch in not that I think about it I sketch in at least a couple times a week Yeah, but um but they're all, it's just scribbles, you know, cause it's what I have time for, you know, okay. but, um, but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I need uh, mostly, I think what what's, what I'm going through right now is I'm, I'm going through like the idea phase, right. Yeah. As an artist, I'm looking for ideas. So that's where I'm at right now. I don't have anything. I want to do something uh, a little different than what I've been doing. Uh, and uh, I'm, I haven't found the thing that I want to do. Okay, and I think that's why I'm allowing the podcast because that's what's happening. I'm allowing the podcast to take over, and why I haven't been drawing because the reason I started, like I said before, the reason I started the podcast was to get a little more uh, more content out. But now it's all I do, and I'm not drawing, so it's just like
1: yeah, you should.
0: I, I got to pull back a little bit. Come
1: come up with a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say just like you say that that you're still so sketching.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, you know, I'm still in the process of doing that too, but, you know, just put something down on paper, mm. you know, this is what I'm going to do. Spend this much time doing this, this much time doing this. Just like I had mentioned before, you know, I always try to manage, like even like our little dog, we have a little, you know, dog in the house and mm. when am I going to take him out for a walk? When am I going to spend time with him? You know, mm-hmm. have a good 15 minutes here taking him around the block mm-hmm. it does wonders. I mean, he's a small little dog, uh, things like that manage, you know, some of those pieces as I, I was, you know, talking about earlier, you know, talk about those four areas of your life that are important. You know, your mm-hmm. spiritual side, you know, your family, you know, and that sort of thing. And you spending some time maybe, you know, doing the things that you like. You have to, st- don't let that go, you know. Mm-hmm. And spend some time in it, nurturing it, developing it. And it might change over time, and, and mm-hmm. which I'm sure it has. Yes. Maybe it evolved to something else or, you know. But yeah, share it, man. Finish those pieces, share them. Because people, you know, out there want to see them, man. I mean, there's some people that are. You have a fan base. I'm sure there's got to be you know people out there that the type of art that you're putting together that they find that somebody, you, you know
0: there's somebody who's got to buy it. And one yeah. thing I figured out a while ago is um, what was it? It was like uh like every 300 posts, yeah. I think it was 300 posts. I can't remember what it was, but there was a number. Uh, every time I did this. Someone bought stuff. Oh no, likes! It was every three hundred likes, people bought something. Oh really? Yeah. So, uh, like
1: it. So if it reached a certain amount of people, if I got it, think right. Yeah, because if you I, said three hundred. Yeah. If somebody in those three hundred said something off as to say, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to buy something. Yeah.
0: So it, it. So I have that number in my head. I'm going to go for three hundred. I got to get three hundred more likes. For me to sell another thing, right? Yeah, be a sticker, be, be it a, a a shirt, whatever, uh, whatever it is. It is yeah. I'm gonna, you know. So like, my mission right now is to just grow that fan base. Yeah. God, that drink is really making me burpy, but like that is um, that is my mission right now is okay. to is to to get those to get that fan base, right? But. Um, Eh, we'll see what happens. You know, it's just like uh, you can't force people to like your stuff, right? I mean, no, of course, whole...
1: not. it's got to come from. Yeah, you, you, it's got to touch somebody in a certain way. Oh, look, that is so freaking cool because yeah. because of whatever image they have in their head or it, idea or mm-hmm. or like you for whatever you graduate, you know, you gravitated towards this piece. Excuse yeah. me, as as opposed to you know a different piece. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's funny fun. too because like I saw that,
0: I was just like, I want it, bro. <laughs> Give it to you, me, man. Were, I want it right now, I man. your
1: pictures. You you came over. I was like, dude, you just gave me the freaking money. I was just like, mic. give it to me. Let's let's go. I was like, Let me show you. Yeah, I like, think you were like, in a hurry, so you were yeah. like, hey, I got it, but still, yeah. yes, you, you did a good choice. Yeah. that was a great choice. Trust me. All <laughs> right, so let's uh, let's
0: wrap this up, man, because we're we're in here. I think it looks like two hours now. Oh, Holy oh, yeah, time flies, bro. <laughs> so I know you got some notes there. You want to hit uh, something important off your notes? Yeah
1: so first if you have any metal that you want to donate I mean I'm not sure if your audience has any anything uh-huh. like I picked up this this uh, chest drawer old tools uh-huh. from I don't know from the 60s maybe uh-huh. you know and I went in and I picked up so any type of old anything that you think is you know, that, that you might want to, you know, donate, Uh I'll, I'll, I'll I'll take it. You'll take it. And, and I'll build for Tommy. Uh I'm going to build for, you know, Riley's, I should say for for the hospital over. And I know nothing about their program. It's over in Indianapolis, but I think it's a blessing that he, you know, reached out to me and, and, you know, asked me that if I could build something for him Mm -hmm. for, for his uh, auction side of auction that they're going to have on May 29th. So that's, you know, one thing uh, that I, that I don't want to do that every year. Okay. if I get to go I do have a motorcycle now I haven't ridden like in two years since I've been um, with my projects yeah. I, I want to get it going and hopefully I can take a ride
0: I'm not surprised you have a motorcycle it's, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh That's me. So that was that. that was one thing that I wanted to share. Uh You know, thank obviously uh, my my family Um, Mm -hmm. and and I should have thanked you at the beginning. I never said thank you for having me here Uh and you know being part of your podcast. No problem. I was a little nervous. Now I feel a little more relaxed. (laughs) But yeah, basically, you know, Uh I'm at Facebook. On Facebook, I'm at Tony's Metalworks. So you could find me there. Mm -hmm. It's not updated yet as to maybe talking to you. Maybe somehow we could you know put something together for sure, brother. And I could you know be a little bit more organized but if you if anything you like on there i'm gonna start uh, uploading more pictures Mm -hmm. just reach out to me you know Mm -hmm. you could email me at anayaltr1 at gmail.com cool okay
0: i will don't um you can go ahead and and plug all that stuff i'm gonna put all that stuff in the description oh
1: well then i don't
0: no 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 go 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 through it go ahead and and plug it all and And then
1: last one okay uh the instagram one is at uh, Anaya, which is my last name A-N-A-Y-A-L-T-R-1 and you can find me there too okay. and I'm still working like I said on you know uh, different you know websites you know hopefully different uh, cool. social media I'm, I'm going to put that together
0: as, as you if and while we're while this comes out because uh, I won't post this till maybe Monday oh cool uh, okay. is it Monday I don't know if it's Monday it's not going to be this week okay um but uh if you get more information or if there's something else you want to add to it shoot me an email or a text or sure. something. Thank. You. And then I, and I will put it in the description. So if there's anything else that's missing from there I will throw it all yeah. in the description. I will also yeah. if if you want I will plug that auction too in the description as well okay. and put it in all the stuff I share. So all the stuff I share I I plug everybody and I'll 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 tag you and put you in in so that you can see it. And all that stuff. So cool, man.
1: I appreciate you, man. Thank you for no problem, having me brother. in your program and hope the best report. I hope it gets bigger. I hope so, too, I man. hope we expand. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope we become, you know, successful entrepreneurs, you know. And, there you go. And start moving, you know. Start, you know, art as your art. Mm-hmm. And, art, you know, we want to convey a, a message, you know. Mm-hmm. And people are reaching out and they're grabbing, you know, your art, hopefully my art, and they're enjoying it mm-hmm. for a reason. You know, it cuts, you know, it catches their... Their eye, their attention, and uh-huh. you know that's how we do it. I mean, we do it for the passion, I think, and you know, cool, it, bro. bro. And, and
0: and let me help you, bro. Let me help you with with your stuff. Like, uh, uh I don't know how much time I can I can I can give you, but I'll be happy to help you with whatever I can help you with. Sure. Okay. So like, it, don't so. don't be afraid to ask me for stuff. Okay. All right. And uh, I, I get I get bogged down with stuff. Yeah. Feel free to ping me. Just send me a text or something. Hey, bro, what do you think about this? Or how do I do this? Or can you help me with this? Okay. Make sure you do that. I have no problem. And and if I have time, I'll say, hey, man, I'll do it right away. Or I'll do it here. Or I'll do it this day or whatever. I I won't lead you on. I appreciate you, man. Okay. If I can't do it, I'll tell you yeah, I can't do it. Can't, you know, yeah. I can't do it. It's too big. You or know, maybe you
1: know something. You know, maybe yeah. if you go here, yeah, you know, I'm sure that in your world, you know, mm. other things. You know, that, that, that's how you make connections, right? Yeah, so, for sure. So yeah.
0: So like, I if 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 I can't do it, maybe I can send you to someone who can, or yeah. we'll we'll figure it out. But, but thank you. Count on me as a resource for sure.
1: Same here, bro. Same here. Whatever you need, uh-huh. if you need any kind of whatever, nah. any kind of lessons on how to teach kids jujitsu, I don't know. It's, I don't know. I might
0: actually need you for that.
1: <laughs> I, I got some child psychology. Being a child myself and okay. having a child, you know, it's always it's you know it's it's is there. I I, uh-huh. I have a lot of intuition as mm. to education and children and. In general, just uh-huh. because of my background. So I can help you with any of that. Or anything else. Uh-huh. If you want more motorcycles, man, I'll beat you. I build you tons of bikes. <laughs> I build you bikes. I, I, right now, I have about 10 bikes. Uh-huh. Last time we spoke, I just showed you the last. give going to the back, to the big ones. Those are the uh-huh. ones that are the, my favorite right yeah. now. And maybe you know tomorrow will be something else that I'm building. So I yeah. already have an, another bike that I'm assembling. I have some pieces put together. Uh-huh. So, yeah.
0: I know you have that Instagram. Make sure you put all the pictures that you have. In your Instagram bro Just fucking load them all up
1: Yeah You know I want to say one last shout out To somebody Sure Your compadre with the With the landscaping A different one <laughs> no, no, okay. So remember that I mentioned About flutes Oh yeah Yes yes so yes, yes yes There's my next door neighbor He's Andrew uh-huh. well, Not next door He's like three blocks down I should say buddy uh-huh. So we basically he he makes he's Native American uh-huh. from that Navajo Nation. Mm-hmm. He makes flutes, these beautiful flutes. Maybe you could have them on uh. the program. Ooh, dude, that'd it. be kind of cool. Dude, he makes these beautiful flutes out of wood. Uh-huh. Uh And he's got uh, an Instagram too uh-huh. that he does, and he's at uh, Andrew Begay. Okay. B e g a y. Okay. Uh, Andrew Begay, uh on Instagram. So you find him, and mm. you're gonna find his flutes and a beautiful, beautiful flutes, man. Okay. And he has traveled with all his flutes. He's gone uh, to Europe and he actually, he's sometimes he's over there mm. making flutes, I think. And he's living partly he, there and then he comes down here uh-huh. and, you know, he's just, uh, my inspiration is him too, because of, you know, his workspace and how he puts his, his art together. Yeah. And he's at a, this guy's at a different level. I mean, yeah. really beautiful. Dude. Art.
0: Like, not to keep going, but like, I love your backyard, bro. Like, I went back there, bro, and I'm like, yes, this is where a well, well, man works. i happy about that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I have it, my, well, my first, but now it's changed. Yeah. You know? So now you saw me building a top my garbage can. That's yeah. how I, I'm being out there building my yeah. I actually went out and I got myself a steel table now. Okay. And I got myself a high chair now. So now I'm out there barely. I just got it. We were on spring break last uh-huh. week. So I was able to get that. Uh, set up so yeah. I'm a little getting myself a little bit more organized so that my yes. wife, but thank you for saying that because I know that at least in that space, yeah. it's kind of messy. No, I'm
0: dude, crazy. it no, dude, of course it's messy, man.
1: Supposed That's where it's a man's space, it bro. Is, it is, it's it just is. like it's
0: not supposed to be clean,
1: no, no the girl doesn't work there.
0: Man, I, does I,
1: I wish I could convince my <laughs> wife, dude? But yeah, she knows I'm passionate, yeah, so she, she does support me.
0: I, I completely understand what you're saying. I have a wife too. Uh, okay. I love her to death, but yeah, she doesn't she can't stand some of the things I do. It's it, the way it, it is. It's, it's the way it is. Yeah. It, it it she she allows this podcast to happen. Cool. <laughs> she allows it. She loves me. She loves, she loves me. Loves me. Like. That's why, that's exactly why she lets me because she loves me. And yes. thank God for her. Because yes, thank you, wife.
2: <laughs>
0: All right, man. Well, this is Ergo Otra Traves. I hope you like this podcast. It was great having my friend the annihilator. Um, on the podcast thanks for having me yeah no problem brother Think you we'll, we'll do this again bro I mean yeah. you live just down the street down bro.
1: the street dude bro. I could walk home but it's
0: just <laughs> I, I don't want to walk through. no why, why walk home when you got that dope that's ass right. truck bro <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs>
2: thank
0: you alright well thanks so much for listening guys we'll catch you next time bye The song you're listening to is called Lo Lograre by Looney, and you can find that over at Epidemic Sound. Now I have a referral link in the description. Any purchases or signups you make through that referral link throws the FlowRoll Podcast some extra cash. It was great catching up with Tony. He's just grown to be such an interesting dude, man. And just the fact that he was he's so passionate about teaching and wanting to give back uh, just makes me feel so good about talking to him now if you want to check out Tony's work or get a hold of him he has an Instagram which is A-N-A-Y-A-L-T-R 1 and he has a Facebook page which you can find at facebook.com slash Tony's Metalworks that last bit is all one word make sure you give uh, Tony a follow and check out his artwork And if you want to find the event that we mentioned in the podcast, I'll have all the information in the description for that as well. But it's the 7th Annual Bike Blessing and Ride. It's out in Maryville, Indiana. And again, all the proceeds go to benefit Riley's Children's Hospital. Just to reiterate some of Tony's uh, shout outs, he had one for Salvador's Landscaping and another artist friend of his, who is Andrew Begay, who makes... uh, these really cool looking flutes make sure you give that guy and tony a follow as you know you can find more content at the dot com, along with our merchandise so um, get yourself a throw pillow maybe a cup whatever tickles your fancy we are also on instagram as the Roll. make sure you guys check out the bikes man they're so cool and hopefully you put up a Uh, image of that buggy that i was talking about because it was dope it was so freaking dope anyway thanks so much for listening guys we'll catch you next time bye